Hey everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Kellen's Petty Talk Show. I'm super amped up to have Mexi from Section Hate on the podcast today. He's one of the hottest vocalists in the hardcore scene today, and his work ethic has truly blown me away this year. So I felt the need to get him on the little show of mine to promote his band and talk about some of his experiences in his career so far. If you've never heard of Section Hate, be sure to give them a listen anywhere you find music. They have a very original and unique sound that truly isn't a carbon copy of many other hardcore bands in the scene, so I find that really refreshing. Shoot Mexi a follow on Instagram at Prince Mocane. That's P-R-I-N-C-E underscore Mocane, M-O-C-A-I-N-E, to keep up to date with everything he has going on. If you like this podcast, be sure to shoot us a follow over on Spotify and Apple Music, as well as Instagram at Kellen's Petty Talk Show to stay up to date on all newly announced guests. Without further ado, grab your eight balls, steer clear from helicopters, and prepare your life to be changed because a new episode is upon us. Sit back. Relax and enjoy the show. Not sure if you were aware, the other podcasts don't compare. Tell your mom if she's too busy to literally stop what she's doing. I need all layers on me as I interview legends for thee. Now grab your friends, your dog, and your fish. It's time to rip a new What's up, Maxi? How you doing? I am doing wonderful. How are you? Doing great. You're <laughs> you're actually only the second guest I've ever had come in person for an interview. The last guy unfortunately passed away. <sighs> well, so <laughs> it's kind of awkward. Hope that's not a a theme. <laughs> yeah, no, hopefully not. Uh, you're actually sitting in the same chair he sat, and he he uh, he was like the makeup guy on Nightmare on Elm Street and the Adams Family and stuff like that. That's very cool. But Louis Lazera, he was really cool. Uh, shout out to him. Um, so. Section hate, you guys are absolutely fucking killing it. Uh, it looks like COVID didn't really stop any of you guys from just murdering LA the whole last couple of years. I feel like, I mean, I feel like it helped us more than it hurt us. Yeah. <laughs> because like, you know, obviously everything stopped for a while, but we, we just kind of kept busy during it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, and it wasn't like we timed it that way either. Like mm -hmm. it, we just, we had already had, scheduled time to record the album yeah and it just happened to fall in the like 
first month of everything being fucking closed or whatever. So yeah. we just went with it anyway. We had, we had nothing better to do. No, that's great. Have you uh, caught any good movies lately? Um, let me think. Uh, it's been some shit. I'm trying to remember what the last movie I saw in the theater even was. I know you had some choice words for Halloween kills. Oh yeah, that's right. I think that yeah. might've been, that was not the last thing I saw in the theater, but it was, uh, it's the one I remember. I've actually watched it again. I, yeah. I, I watched it a second time. I mean, it's, 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 uh, I like it. Mm-hmm. I will watch it again. Yeah. Um, the entire middle of the movie whack was just them running up some stairs yeah for like a really long time like a whole town of like fat fuck redneck types <laughs> yeah. and just like hillbilly types like first off none of y'all are running upstairs mm-hmm. like that and i mean i don't want to like spoil it too much but running upstairs after the wrong guy yeah who somehow is getting away from everybody even though he's shaped like the fucking penguin <laughs> and like is a men a, a mental patient yeah and is really old yeah. and i'm like yo he still was i don't know how he i mean this is the dumbest fucking town ever because he yeah. was able to like outsmart and outrun all of them yeah for like a while mm-hmm. which isn't i don't know it's fucking crazy and i couldn't stand that whole like evil dies tonight chant yeah but it could make for like a good drinking game or something like that where you have to you have to like yeah. do a shot every time they say evil dies tonight yeah because you you would die of alcohol yeah. poisoning because they say it like i mean dude they must have said it 50 times 50 times it was so i don't i'm not sure why they did that no <laughs> I, I think it was almost like a cringy version of the room honestly yo you want to hear something fucked up yeah i've never seen the room yeah you got to see it in a few weeks at uh i forgot where but it's in it's playing in, L- in la with tommy oh cool yeah i mean that's a, i feel like that's the way to see it anyway you yeah know? Like, it's it's one of those things where I, you know I, I know obviously i know everything there is to, about it i yeah. saw the movie that's about the making of that yeah. movie that, whatever what was that called again the disaster artist yeah, yeah i yeah. saw that but i was like yo i don't actually know anything about this do you know that people throw spoons during that movie I've heard that. I've heard it. I've heard, well, I've heard it's, you know, it's like a Rocky horror thing, but yeah. it's like stuff you do in the theater. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't really know much about it. I had a roommate that was really into it. Yeah. It's entertaining. It's pretty sick. Word. So at what point in your life did your love for punk and hardcore music begin? Fuck. Uh, I mean, probably like, uh, like middle school, mm-hmm. like between eight. Well, I started, I started to figure out about it. Like usually when I, when I was probably about 10, yeah. kind of like heavy metal and like alternative mm-hmm. music for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, like punk shit. I, I, I really jumped head first into it when I was probably about 11. Yeah. Uh, you know, all, all the basics of it, like, you know, fucking the Ramones and the exploited and fucking, uh, yeah. rancid, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the big, the big band, black flag, mm-hmm. the germs, uh, all that type of shit. Uh, so probably then, mm-hmm. Um, you yeah. even got to see the Ramones on their last tour, right? Uh, yeah. How was that? It was, it was, yo, it, it was, it was, it was kind of a game changer for me because it was like a lot of what I like base any a live performance on. Mm-hmm. Everything I've ever learned about how to do it right was yeah. was that night. Really? Like, it was like the Ramones were one of those bands that like they. Pl- they play their songs like four times as fast live. And like yeah. the first, I think I want to, I mean, this is just, you know, my memory is pretty hazy because it's a long time ago, but mm-hmm. it was like, they did like five or six songs without stopping. 
Really? Like they opened up and they just come out and they they don't do they don't have to do anything. Yeah. They just fucking stand there looking cool and not stopping and yeah. playing really fast. And it just hit way harder. And it was like songs that you remember from like the seventies that were slower. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is you know, you know, it's 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 nineteen ninety five. So mm-hmm. now you have to play this twice as fast and it just sounds mm-hmm. way better. It was just fucking they just were hard. It was like oh, just fucking hard as fuck. So they just laced all the songs together, didn't really stop to talk too much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, you know, they would I think maybe Joey Ramone said maybe like probably like 20 words the whole set like he doesn't you know hell yeah he didn't say much and it was just you know and he didn't have to mm-hmm. you know it was fucking it was very cool did they play uh pet cemetery um i honestly i don't remember yeah it's kind of far <laughs> yeah like I, I, there's no like there, there's no like specific like like i, I couldn't tell you yeah. the set list at all i mean i was 13 this so. was seattle though right no this was in san diego san diego yeah like i i, I, I didn't move to seattle until i was 17 oh yeah okay so this was this was before that. I got to visit his tombstone actually just a couple months ago up in I think New Jersey that is. Oh, I wanna I wanna go there. Yeah, it was cool. It's one of the I do like I like visiting I like visiting dead people. Me too. I, like look up to. I fucking love it, dude. I go to like uh, like usually like either on like the birthday or death anniversary like I'll mm-hmm. go to where Darby Crash is buried mm-hmm. out. Uh, it's on the west side. It's actually it's yeah. the same cemetery as uh. Bella Lugosi. Oh, and, I've been there a couple uh, months ago. And Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 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 cool because I feel like especially with like someone like like Darby Crash from the Germs, it's yeah. like you know, it's very subtle. It's just mm-hmm. you know, there's all the, the little plaques on the ground, mm-hmm. and it's not like some fucking big fancy thing. And yeah. then, then it's like you realize you're like, oh, that was just like a like a kid that mm-hmm. died, and like maybe it wasn't even supposed to be legendary. Mm-hmm. You know, the germs, maybe people weren't supposed to remember it, but they, yeah. they they did. And it was, you know, important. Have you ever been to the one in Westwood that has the girl from Poltergeist? Uh, wh- which, which I, I, I don't think I have. It's like Westwood Memorial or something like Marilyn Monroe is there. Hugh is, Hefner. Is it the one that that's like by the 405? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yo, yo, I got a, that's, so I got a weird story about that place. Oh, hell yeah. Right when COVID started, yeah, there was a, there was no. I feel like I was the first person out of all my friends, out of anyone I knew, yeah, period, that got a COVID test. Okay, like, you know now it's like a common thing. But yeah, it was like at the time it wasn't like a thing you could go get. Okay, and the first place that they did COVID testing was the graveyard. Was in a parking lot of this like there's like a, a football or a baseball field okay. right there. And you have to drive through the grave, kind of through the graveyard in between like the 405 and the yeah. graveyard. And then you bang a left under the 405 yeah. and it pops out on the other side and there's this parking lot. And that was the first place they did a COVID test at. And, and uh, I remember being so intrigued by their choice yeah. of location. I wonder of, if that's the bad news bears field. Uh, it might be. That's I, think like it, right I, think, there. I think it is. Yeah. I, think, I think that is actually. That's wild. And they, uh, it's interesting. This is like, you know, for all you conspiracy people. Yeah. When the first, like that first week where everybody was like wilding out. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I, I guess for lack of a better word, like rioting and yeah. looting and all that stuff, they did a mass arrest in downtown LA. Yeah. And I was reading about this. I didn't get arrested. No. Yeah. But uh, they transported, they, they rounded up a bunch of people and arrested them mm-hmm. and drove them to the same parking lot where the COVID test was and like 
Dry, and they held him there for like six hours and then they let everybody go and you basically had to walk back wow not through a cemetery but directly next to one yeah so i've just been wondering since then what the significance <laughs> of this fucking parking lot is and why it was like like yo like what the jail is in downtown and uh -huh. this is like people that got swooped up in downtown and they didn't take him to the fucking jail wow and i was like yo that's weird and it's not some lapd shit where they drop you off in a bad neighborhood they yeah. drop you off in a good they dropped you off in a good neighborhood yeah like oh a yeah very nice part of town yeah and then they made everybody just walk away. Like they, they, they gave them like tickets, I guess, and just told them to leave, take a hike, yeah. take a walk. And, wow. and it was very weird to me. It made me feel a little funny. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not saying here nor there. I don't know fucking know anything yeah. more than any other person, but I, I thought it was very interesting that that parking lot happened to be the first COVID test location. And also the place where they took all of these people. Yeah. Part of, and like, I'm just saying, is this place a place that they use to scare people? Could be. Because these two things that you're supposed to be afraid of. Yeah. You know. Coinciding. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, yeah, COVID-19, you're supposed to be afraid of that. Yeah. And then also, uh, you go out and wild the fuck out. Yeah. Regardless of how noble your reasoning is for, you should be afraid of being arrested or some shit, which you should never be afraid of being arrested. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Who gives like, a shit? <laughs> yeah, you're not going to die. Yeah, no. You're going to, like, you know. Like commit crimes. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Go buck wild. Who cares? Yes. Steal things. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Try to hurt people. Yeah. But I'm pretty pro everything else. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Um, so when did you realize you had a voice for hardcore? Was it something that you just had to get gradually better at over time? Or were you able to make these sounds with your voice pretty early on? Uh I mean, I still don't think I'm any good at it. Really? Uh, I do. I thank you. <laughs> I, I uh I, I, I've never learned to sing, to yell properly. Like, yeah. you know how people like, there's things you're supposed to do. Yeah. Like, you know, they always say, like sing from your gut and all this other shit. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. But your shit sounds so much more raw. It, it has to, I have to do it. I feel like I'm like, even if I learn to do it right, yeah. I have to do it wrong because that's what yeah. I'm supposed to sound like. Exactly. Yeah. And like, if I'm trying to, you know, replicate like what, what's on the record and shit. Yeah. Like, I don't know. First band I sang in, I was probably 20. Mm -hmm. I was only we were only a band for a second. It was like a we, like sort of like a crust punk type thing. Um, kind of sounded like Skid System or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, like Swedish Swedish hardcore style shit. And uh, this wasn't Furious Styles. Was no, it? This was before that. Before that, okay. Um, and the uh, we were really into drugs at the time. Mm -hmm. Like I I had stopped being straight edge. Yeah. Dove head first into like coke and meth and like all this other oh man fucking cool shit. Yeah. And uh. <laughs> Uh, we were we had this house mm -hmm. down the street from mine and and, and uh, it's like a bunch of punk fools live there and we would yeah. you know record stuff and then they do shows there mm -hmm. this and that and we started this band and uh, all we really listened to at the time was like Swedish hardcore yeah. and like dissection and at the gates oh fuck and yeah so that was my first crack at singing there was two singers mm -hmm. and we both played guitar and sang and uh, that was actually. Um, I was like, oh, I can do, I can yell kind of high. I kind of mm -hmm. have like, I, I can't do like, I can't really like growl. Like I just have a high voice. Like that's mm -hmm. just what I, that's just what I'm doing. There's not, I don't have an option other than that. And that's why I kind of figured out what I was capable of, I guess. Yeah. And then um, Fury Styles, I wasn't supposed to be the singer. Um, that was an accident. I, really? I was a guitar player. 
when we started the band. It also wasn't supposed to sound the way it sounded. Mm-hmm. Nothing about it made any sense. We did like <laughs> it was like we, we started the band out. We didn't have a name yet, and it was yeah. supposed to sound like kind of like Blood for Blood mm-hmm. is what we were shooting for. I remember we were originally called it Bloodshed, like the fucking Bruiser song. Yeah, and it was supposed to be more like you know. I basically I started this band so my friend Joe could have a band to sing in because he can't play an instrument or nothing. He's yeah. just my, my homie, and I'm like, we're gonna do a band. Nice. And was at practice. Um, we were rehearsing in this this basement, mm-hmm. and I was like, I wrote some lyrics. I'm like, yo, sing them like this. And, you know, I was he was trying to sing him. He's hella off time. He's just, you know he wasn't very good at it. Yeah. And so I was like, well, here, let me show you how it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. So I I put the guitar down and started. I was sang a song for him. Yeah. And uh, this. Uh, dudes that lived in the house came down to the basement and were like oh was that you singing and i'm like yeah i'm just showing them how to sing and they're like well you why you should sing you should be the you singer should, you should be the singer <laughs> yeah and so i am not going to kick my friend out of the band no. so we actually had two singers for the first tour we did oh wow. the demo and the first like we did a west coast thing and we had we both sang yeah and he had just gotten a girlfriend uh, and like i could tell that he missed her mm-hmm. during this whole week we were gone and it was just you know whatever. like go L- see her love is crazy <laughs> and this fool uh i knew he was gonna quit so yeah. it was one of those things where i was like I- i'm not gonna kick my friend out of the band but I- i'm i'm happy wait till he quits to not have two singers because yeah. i was like yo i think i'm just the singer of this band which i didn't love no. i don't i like hiding behind an instrument mm-hmm. i don't really i, I- i'm fine with singing mm-hmm. but i don't it you know I played instruments and bands. I played bass and bands, guitar and stuff. And I'm, wow. I'm not a very good guitar player, but I, mm-hmm. I love playing bass. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would kind of rather do that. Yeah. But now I'm the fucking singer again. But you're a little comfortable now after all these shows, right? Oh, I'm fully comfortable. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Com- comfortable, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm fine. I can get yeah. up and fucking play in front of a million people or two people. Hell yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. I just, uh, I, I, uh, I don't know. I just did. It seems weird. Yeah. Between songs is weird because you got to like say stuff. You yeah, to, that's like, got to be hard. It's you're constantly put on the spot. Yeah. And it's like one of those things where I'm like, okay, this motherfucker like broke a string or something. So yeah. I got to keep people entertained for the next two minutes. Yeah. And those two minutes feel like fucking two hours. Do you ever like rehearse stuff in your head like before the show even starts? Like, I'm going to talk about this. Nah. 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 It's, I just, I just, just off the cuff. Yeah. And that, that's what makes it suck. Yeah. It's tough. Sometimes <laughs> I have nothing to fucking say. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Just, it's like fuck yeah thanks for being here yeah like i <laughs> you don't know. know whatever <laughs> but that's like back to the ramones thing it's like just keep playing at, yeah. at the end of the day it's it's kind of cool and it's just one after another anyway i'm at a show i'm not here to hear you fucking talk yeah to it's not you know for I mean? today's show yeah, and i'm you know or what was that band called uh betrayed do you remember that band i heard yeah yeah. it was the dude from uh a ram from uh champion it was uh, he was the oh, guitar shit. player champion it was a band he sang in yeah and He's a good dude. It's no, you know, I'm not trying to diss <laughs> no him or nothing, but my man fucking talked more than, yeah. there, there was less song and mm-hmm. there was, there was more talking than there was music. Yeah, that sucks. And it was, it's also like musically, I didn't enjoy it. But, it takes uh, you out when they do that. Yeah. He just, you know, the fool's got a lot to say about yeah. whatever the fuck he was talking about. I just mm-hmm. tuned it out. I yeah. Didn't love it. <laughs> yeah. Unless you got like something really cool to say that everyone's going to just fucking love, then it's not even worth it. Yeah, if you have some like real serious message behind like whatever yeah. music you're doing, like or like something where like, you know, if you're like an Os Rotten or like even like on a larger scale, like a Rage Against the Machine yeah. or something like that, you have yeah. some shit you gotta say. And especially if you're preaching to a fucking audience that maybe yeah. doesn't think at all, like Rage Against the Machine's audience, yeah, yeah, who are stupid people usually. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
go ahead and talk. Yeah. Do some talking. You know what yeah. I mean? Talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about. But like, yeah. if you're trying to convince people of something or like an earth crisis, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you know, a lot of people go see them because they're just into like, mm-hmm. you know, ass kicker fucking hardcore yeah. shit. But then it's like, they obviously have a very serious message behind everything they're saying. Yeah. And yo, go ahead and do some talking. It's all good. Yeah. Especially when it's like, you know, in the case of like earth crisis, something I agree with. Mm-hmm. So they don't talk too long, do they? I can't remember. Not, re- not really. But I'm just saying yeah. if they wanted to, I yeah, would be exactly. like, I'd be like, yo, if you want to talk about fucking, you know, animal rights or things, you know, yeah. stuff like that, or like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. You know, did you go to that Snapcase Strife Earth Crisis show? Oh yeah. That was yeah. fucking crazy. Right yeah. before COVID. Dude, that was amazing. And yeah. I will say this much, man. Like I didn't love Snapcase when they were around. I saw them. Yeah. I feel like I saw them a hundred times. Yeah. And then I, 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 I watched them for a second at that. And I was like, oh, I'm just, still, I'm just still never been, I've never yeah. been into them, mm-hmm. but, uh, Strife is just crazy heavy they're just crazy to me because like you know a lot of these like older bands Mm -hmm. they lose something i feel like and i'm like watching every time i watch them they like blow my mind yeah they were really they were really important to me when i was a little kid Mm -hmm. and so like the fact that they like still got it i think it's very 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 cool Mm -hmm. and to some extent are still involved in in the scene and everything like that like at least andrew i see him around yeah Rick, I see around sometimes. Um, you know, they they they're 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 at shows sometimes. They, they know what the fuck is going on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that that and that in itself too is something that makes me like them. You know, more than other these like reunion. I mean, and Stripe is not a reunion. I mean, they're just a no. Band. They're just still around. They're yeah, just, yeah. They're just back again. But like, whenever they feel like playing, they they pop in. Yeah, it's just like some of these old dude bands, man. They could fuck yeah. off. Like all that, like all that, like you know. Let's let you know. Let's get the band back together. Yeah. Bullshit! You haven't been to a show in twenty years. Like exactly. you ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Like I don't, I don't fuck with you. I, I don't. I don't. I don't yeah. want to watch. You know, like, and especially like a lot of times too, the types of motherfuckers that'll come back around and they'll they'll act like it's like they're owed something. Yeah. Like they'll act like they're about I'm to it. Think of a good example here. Yeah. Like, fucking chain of strength. Yeah. That was a big one. Mm-hmm. Bitch ass fucking bass player. That man. <laughs> fucking dude walking around like he's a fucking. In Guns N' Roses or some <laughs> shit, man. Fucking nose in the air, bullshit. Like he's fucking owed something. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, dude. Like the first time Chance Strength played, I, I, I was, I was working security at the show. Oh, wow. On the stage, and I, and it was awesome. It was amazing. It sounded great. But, yeah. But I was just like, yo, y'all, like, like I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know the other dudes. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the bass player. Yeah. Like fucking bitch ass. Were but, you like a bouncer security? No, no, it was a festival my friend threw, and oh, so okay. he just had us like, you know, he's like. Had watching just 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 do the stage security thing make sure someone dies yeah and that was about it oh uh-huh, um, yeah so yeah but yeah i don't know old dude bands nah yeah I unless don't. unless they still sound look good like etid you well etid never stopped they never either. stopped yeah. they're i mean their their most recent record is great fucking great they're great and those dudes are awesome yeah they're like they're the best dudes yeah. they're like they're one of those bands that like you know there is nothing to dislike about mm-hmm. that you know what i mean and i'm not gonna say i listen to that often no they yeah put a record out not. and i'll i will give it a spin yeah you know what i mean no matter what and i'll be like this is great it's yeah. great they're still good you yeah know what i mean and they're great live um good people yeah i just mean more so like you know you get a, one of the you know these reunion situations yeah where like i'm just like kind of rolling my eyes at it you know what i mean like, yeah. like don't 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 you know don't just come in that with as little ego as possible because mm-hmm. otherwise, you know, cause there's those bands that get back together and it's cool, you know, circle jerk started yeah. playing again. And the dudes I know that are in that band yeah. are 
fucking awesome. Still yeah. about it. Yeah. 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 And they're great. You know, and they're, they're maybe not around that much, except for like Joey C who's mm-hmm. playing drums for him now. He's around. He yeah. also plays in every band. Yeah. You know, and he's just the sickest dude ever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, just come in and fucking play your songs and, you know, yeah. be grateful people still give a shit. And there's bands that like need to call it a day. Like I feel like Green Day is like <sighs> certain bands like that that have changed their sound so much. Green Day is so weird, like, man, yeah. because like, so when I first moved to LA, it was yeah. like 2009, they did this, uh, they, they filmed this TV thing and it was, Green Day was playing on New Year's Eve. Oh, but they yeah. actually filmed it in like September or October. Yeah. Including like a fake New Year's countdown and everything. And they, they filmed it over by the uh, um, uh, downtown by, uh, was it Stable Center? Oh, okay, yeah. Like right yeah. outside in that outdoor area. Like oh, kind sweet. Of, um, they, they set a stage up and they had this free concert and Green Day played. Yeah. And they did like their five like five or six songs that were going to be for the new year's eve thing mm-hmm. and then they did the fake fake new year's countdown whatever yeah and then the filming ended and i remember like billy joe grabbed the guitar with all the stickers on it and they just played like an hour and a half of old songs of all good hits yeah and it was just like it was a, a, an hour and a half of songs that motherfuckers wanted to hear exactly and it's like there, it, there's a lot of i think there's a lot of self-awareness with them yeah because whatever they're doing is working because mm-hmm. they can play in a fucking stadium. Yeah. So whatever they're doing is working. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who is listening to it because I'm absolutely not. No. Yeah. I think that they're really bad. Yeah. But I don't think they need to hang it up. And this is because what they're doing, mm-hmm. I just think they're not for me anymore. Yeah. yeah. But it's like one of those things where it's like, they're, they're like, I mean, I know this is like kind of probably blasphemous to some people, but I'm like, yo, they're like a fucking Rolling Stones or a Guns N' Roses. They're just going to keep yeah. existing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And they will play old songs and people, you know, people yeah. are going to hear quote unquote like the hits you yeah hear the stuff you want to hear and then like yeah. i mean i thought it was i thought it was garbage pat like american idiot and beyond i was like over, yeah. over it. I, I thought american idiot was like a good mainstream record but everything a- after it was kind of like eh. yo that revolution radio record yeah has a couple songs on it that are good yeah there were like two or three there's like two or three bangers on there. yeah and then you know it's still like a total like radio rock record yeah. but I-, I like some of it I remember being really stoked when they announced like the trio album thing that they were doing, Uno Dos mm-hmm. Trey. Yeah. But I just I remember Uno being the only one that was like, okay, there's a couple of good ones. The other ones were just kind of silly. They did. Um, I wouldn't. I will say like like they seem to be like obviously like like music guys like yeah. in the sense of like they're very you know they have to always be doing something. Yeah. I went of course. And saw Billy Joe's other band. They played the Hi Hat. Oh in, shit! Really? Uh, yeah, that band Longshot. Okay. And it was so sick yeah and it's like okay this dude is perfectly willing to go play like a tiny venue wow i didn't know that with like some other dudes yeah and, like, they did a couple green day songs and they did a bunch of covers and and then they yeah. played their whole record and it, dude, it was fucking cool and yeah. it was no like rock star shit it was very no, like like it was very, it was cool like it's mm-hmm. like it's like like they have things like that i feel like like outlets for like w- to like be what they were when they were younger yeah yeah i guess that's because cool. like you know like even like i don't know if pinhead gunpowder ever plays <laughs> yeah but like i almost you know i almost prefer that to green day a lot of the time because mm-hmm. i think that band is just because it more it raw was, well it just it was just like you know when green day progressed into like this arena rock band or yeah. whatever the fuck they are pinhead gunpowder would put out records that just sound like green day yeah and it continued to sound like east bay pop punk stuff you know? yeah and i think that's cool i think you know it's like, oh no, you're you're still you're still about what you're about. You yeah. just also like 
building an arena playing making hell of money <laughs> i mean yeah, yeah. Dude, i mean if someone someone offers me a million dollars like i'm not gonna be like i'm not yeah. gonna like, keep it real and yeah. tell them nah like, like yeah. i don't know man. I, I don't know i've never been in that position so i don't know what it's like yeah the radio is gonna come to you section hate needs a ballad <laughs> yeah i'll be like oh so i have to learn how to sing yeah I don't know. <laughs> but i mean i'll give it to green day at least they still sound tight mm-hmm. i mean they're they still kick ass oh definitely yeah Yo, and they finally let their like their second guitar player like out of the shadows, dude. I saw him. Like, yeah. I saw him like twenty years ago, probably. They did that. Uh, it was like a who was on it. It was it was them, Blink One Eighty Two, and Jimmy Eat World. Oh, is this like the? Yeah, I know what you're it was probably. About. I, I think it was twenty years ago. Yeah. But uh, I remember going to see it, and I remember that was like they had, had they now had that second guitar player. Yeah. But they straight up had his ass like in the shadows, like in the <laughs> like it was like here are the three of them. And yeah. In the corner over it's here. So awkward. Out of light on him is this other guy, and I yeah. think, and then. That time, the last time I saw him was that that free thing I was talking about. Yeah, and I, and, and I was like, oh, okay, all of them are on the stage now, and it's yeah. not like a weird hidden member. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's so funny when bands do that. It is funny. I mean, it is what it is, but it's still like, it's just an odd, an odd thing. And there's a lot of bands that like will promote themselves as like one or two members, like on all the posters and stuff. But then it's like five members when you see them. I mean, that makes sense sometimes, though, because yeah. it's like a lot of times too. It's like if you're in the studio, yeah, and like you're uh like sometimes it's just only those guys you know it really yeah. is just their band and then there's like live musicians exactly like, yeah like there's this band i love from australia called dmas okay and they're like kind of a brit pop sounding sort of thing yeah. they're amazing and they uh there's only three of them like there's mm-hmm. three of them in the band oh, but wow. it's like I, it's like singer guitar player mm-hmm. guitar player okay that's it that's the band and then they they record their stuff. It's you know it's those guys. It's their thing. Yeah. And then live you see them. There's like six people on stage. That's sick. Know? And they do push like you know I saw like on their Instagram the other day they were like you know these they they shot a photo of like yeah us plus the live band you know what I mean and obviously they're friends with them too and it's like yeah but on the records it's just these three dudes so, yeah I mean, it depends on the situation it, it, yeah I feel like it, it does for sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, how did Section Hate initially form? Um. The uh. It, we had this other band mm-hmm. we, we, we had an, another, me and ryan were in another band yeah um section hate was kind of a conversation i had had with another friend of mine who the first time we jammed he played drums for us and that was the only time he he, he ever did anything with us but it was like yeah. a conversation we'd had you know and i was basically uh so our other band our our, our drummer had to get uh shoulder surgery so mm-hmm. he was like out of commission so we weren't going to really be doing anything yeah and i was pretty over it anyway and i was writing other songs that didn't really like fit with that band and this one just kind of like came right out of that one i started doing this thing and then you know ryan who played guitar in, in the other band with me yeah i was out i was like oh, i'm doing this different band like mm-hmm. you want to play in this one too mm-hmm. and we just started fucking around with it uh recorded a demo and started playing shows and it was just it was more it was more fun for me mm-hmm. it was like i felt like especially too because like our other band was more of like a just like a fast crust punk type thing mm-hmm. which i love that type of stuff and that's like a lot of what i grew up listening to but i felt like especially like I'm, you know as far as the hardcore scene goes like i'm around you know yeah. what i mean and it's like i'm an active participant in the sense that i'm like at every show yeah that's just something i really love and i 
I also feel like, like, I felt like it was kind of odd. I'm like, mm -hmm. why, don't, why don't I like have a hardcore band at all? Like, I haven't had one in a while. Like, maybe, you mm -hmm. know, I, I wouldn't mind starting another one, you know? And there was all these different reasons, you know? Mm -hmm. And then we started doing the band and now we're here. Yeah, and you guys haven't stopped. Like, you literally are just continually playing shows, you know, putting shit out. It's amazing. I try to, man. I try to, you know, it's like, it's like, yeah, we don't necessarily like do the, you know, tour all the time type thing like a lot yeah. of fools do, but like, you don't need to. I like doing substantial good things, like things mm -hmm. that I, you know, like if it sounds fun, let's do it. Yeah, like know? the one off show you just did to Chicago. How was that? Oh, it was, it was really, it was fucking amazing. Seemed to be like a good turnout there too. Yeah, I mean, the show sold out. It was fucking, it was popping. Like it was this other band, MH Chaos's record release show. Yeah. And uh, they asked us to come out and play. Um, we're like, basically like when it comes to stuff like that i'm mainly just looking for any excuse to go do that i'm like yeah. oh, i'd love to play chicago this popped up i'm like well boom there we go that's mm -hmm. that that's let's go you know and those dudes are cool uh good band good good dudes mm -hmm. and uh it just uh yeah it made sense so i you know we went out and did that it, it was it was for first time i ever played there so mm -hmm. it went i would say that it went really well was that the show that somebody had like a flamethrower on stage or was that something else? Oh, that would, yeah, yeah. <laughs> our, our, our one yeah. army had a, uh, had like a spray can. It's fucking great. Like spray paint and fucking lighter. Um, Love it. Yeah, I just, you know. <laughs> it just makes the videos so much more chaotic. I feel like it turns more people onto it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just, it's just, uh, it just sort of happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny. Oh, so who came up with the iconic eight ball logo? Oh man. Uh, I, it, I mean, it was my idea. Yeah. Um, I had this ex-girlfriend. Okay. Who, I had this girl I was seeing at the time and she actually, this is probably the first time I've ever said this. Yeah. She actually drew it. And, nice. uh, yeah, I don't want to go into my, my opinion of her as a person, okay. but, uh, <laughs> she'll probably never admit to drawing it. I would probably never tell anyone that she did. Oh, hilarious. And yeah, but I, uh, it works. It just looked good. Yeah. It looked good. And after that, it was like, I remember like, because it was like a, an interesting scenario, I was like, oh, maybe I'll just have someone redraw it. Mm -hmm. I had a couple people try and it never looked, it never didn't look good. Mm -hmm. So this one was the one. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's just run with that. Yeah. I had the, yeah, it's funny. I had the, like the logo idea almost before we even, did any musical like stuff. recording yeah yeah i had, I had like a, a homie paint like a version of it on the back of a fucking like a fake like leather jacket i have i, oh, had, I had somebody painted on the back of it and I, and it was basically this you know the the idea of doing this band was already like it was, mm. it, was it was it was gonna happen yeah and i had the logo and i was like that, that it was like we had i had a, i had songs but yeah. we hadn't really done anything with it we didn't even have a full band yet and i was yeah. like this is the logo this is the thing this is what it's going to be called. And we're going full force. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, you know, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, that's, that's the, the, yeah, the logo is, is funny. You know, it's like, I remember I, I had it in this one homie. I was like, oh, you know, like eight balls are kind of played out. I'm like, yeah, they are everything except for music. Yeah. I don't, I can't think of anybody else that's done that. It's like, yeah. If you're talking about like, you know, weird, like fucking, you know, stick and poke tattoo people zine culture yeah. and like all this other bullshit and like streetwear stuff and like all whatever the fuck yeah yeah sure it might be played out there but i'm like oh it's not it's not it ain't even really being used over here yeah you know? and, and it, it made sense it's so. cool for hardcore music too i feel like it just fit perfectly yeah you just gotta you know logo a logo is is you know, my favorite bands have like 
mm-hmm. an image, mm-hmm. like a like a picture, something that you yeah. know that when you see it, you know what it is. You know, like fucking Black Flag or like yeah. Dead Kennedys or like even the exploited fucking Skull. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, trying to think what else. There's so many bands like that, you know, and it's like very the Bad Religion. Yeah. I don't. Like, Iron Maiden's I, got the Eddie or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't love and I don't love Bad Religion, but, but yeah, they yeah, do yeah. have the they have some where you see it, you go, oh yeah, Bad Religion, yeah, Trash for Hawk. Sure. Um, any of these things, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we came up with something good. Or even Slipknot, which is like the S. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, exactly. Yeah. Um, and it's funny we're talking about this. I I was actually at the AMC recently in Burbank, right up the street here, and I think you were there with Chad from Newfound Glory. I saw one of the stickers there, and I was wondering if you were the one who put put that there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I give I give them out to lots of people. Yeah. You know, this and that. Kids come and ask me for them. Yeah. Like I'm at shows and shit. Kids will come ask me for stacks of them, and I just give them out to everybody. But I also always have them with me. That's amazing. And I just, you know, if I'm anywhere, I'm just like boom, tagging boom, boom, it. Boom, everywhere yeah. I go, you know, all over town. I see them all over the place. I saw them at the Los Feliz Theater on like a stop sign. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're everywhere. Yeah. You can see, you can always tell where I've been. Yeah, no, it's sick. <laughs> so uh, do all of you guys have like a say in the creative efforts of each merch design or do, do one of you guys just take the reins on that? I mean, I'm going to, I would say like, I, I try to give credit to everybody, Yeah. you know, because this whole thing's it's a fucking unit, you know, but I mean, most of the stuff is me. That's cool. I, I come up with most of it sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, some things have come from, from other people. Yeah. Um, although came up with the that that betty boob shirt we had that was actually oh, actually yeah. his idea nice um well he was like yo let's do something with betty boob on it and i was yeah. like okay i'm like how about how about we give her a gun and a fucking <laughs> nos balloon and put the eight ball on the balloon and yeah. he's like okay that's it fuck yeah and then that that's that's how that happened but that that was his idea yeah no i've been really liking the stuff i've been seeing you guys put out there at the shows and stuff dude i just you know i i i feel like you know people people talk about like you know you know, music is music, image doesn't matter, and this and that. I'm like, no, it definitely does, man. It does. It's like you have a band that sounds fucking amazing, but if the merch sucks, it's like it's, yeah. it's like I love the band, but I don't want to wear the fucking shirt because I just yeah. think it's ugly. You and know? it happens a lot. I go to shows, I'm like, damn, like I, there's nothing here I want. <laughs> Dude, that's the worst, man. Yeah. And it's like, especially when I like really love a band and I go I go look at the merch table, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like because I mean I have enough fucking clothes. Yeah. Like, I, I have to really but you want to support them. I, you know? have to, I really want I have to want something really yeah. bad, you know, like at this point, in order for me to go and get it and mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff too, especially like in heavy metal, there'll be like really bad, like a lot of really bad merchandise or like, just, yeah. or like it, it, you can just tell it's like an older person making it and they're yeah. just not like, they're not, they're not fans they got, themselves. They got no style. Yeah. They just got no style. Cause I was going to say, I was, I was, I was talking about this recently. Um, sp- speaking of like heavy metal, but like cannibal corpse, I don't know who the fuck, I don't know who is responsible for Cannibal Corpse's current merchandise, but it's amazing. It's straight up Hell like yeah. it's it's they they their whole merch store is the most cool looking shit I've seen. Yeah. And it's like very, you know, it's very current and like and you know, they'll they'll drop like some limited bullshit where they'll do like a, some crazy like all over print hoodie with like blood splatters and this and that. And I'm like, yo, that shit is so cool looking. Yeah. And then like, you know, um, I went and saw Deicide recently and like they had good shit too. Um, and there's there's like certain bands where i'm just like there's got to be a fucking there's, there's some young person in there yeah that's being like do this it's just like, good artists yeah. yeah and it's just and it's all this it's all the you know it's just rec it's just album cover imagery mm-hmm. and stuff like that but it just looks fucking cool like mm-hmm. they, they just they know what they're doing you mm-hmm. know what i mean i saw like um 
before COVID, I remember I went saw Midnight and like it was the same with them where I was like, yo, all their shit looks cool. Yeah. I bought like two or three shirts from them because I was like, yo, they're all awesome. Yeah. And like that made me happy because like, dude, sometimes I go see a band and I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like who, wh- whose idea, like I'll see shit. I'll be like, oh, whose idea was all of this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I've seen bands. I'm not going to mention names, but yeah. there's like, you know, certain older bands that like, I knew somebody that, that had like designed an entire merch drop for, for a pretty substantial older mm-hmm. band and they, they, they turned it down. And then I've seen, the merch they do have and i'm like yeah. oh, i'm like oh this is this was a very this is a stubborn move like yeah you should have listened listen to a young person like mm-hmm. listen like like they they just absolutely know better yeah you know what i mean unless it's like somebody that's um what i've noticed a lot of a lot of old old folks man they, yeah. like i said we we're saying before like even if your band has continued this whole time like maybe you don't hang out anymore maybe you don't know anybody that's you know 20 years younger than you like maybe you know mm-hmm maybe you're really not like, there's a certain level of stubbornness with some older people where they're like not acknowledging the fucking kids yeah and not paying attention to what's what and i'm like yeah it's cool to play for like all these people that are old like you but like you know you're also like 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 th- that's 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 neither here nor there like you you want like a 20 year old to want to buy your shirt exactly you yeah know what i mean like you want so make it make that shit look good like you know mm-hmm. make it look cool like like i don't know man some folks are just ugly. Yeah. Some folks just have ugly style. They don't, yeah. they don't fucking shit don't look good. And that's just too bad for them, I guess. Exactly. Some fucking beat ass shit. <laughs> that's why bands like every time I die, like not to bring them up again, but <laughs> dude, like hometown heroes, they literally will put like the Buffalo logo on everything. They'll put like, they'll have like Buffalo Sabres, Buffalo Bills, and they just know how to market their band. For sure. And just everyone eats it up. You know, they'll drop like something that's limited to a hundred uh, and that'll sell out in like an hour. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, yo, that's a good way to do things. We just did that for Chicago. We yeah. got a shirt. Like, you know, we went out to Chicago. We like, normally we have a, I got all this merch at the fucking house and I'm like, I'm not bringing it on the plane. Exactly. You know what I mean, I'm like, I had a homie out there print, print us, us one shirt for yeah. Chicago. You know, we did like the bulls, the Chicago bulls one. Yeah. It was sick. And you know, sold like 200 of them. Nice. Know, people fucking ate it up, it, it, which was great. I just wanted it to be special. I want it to be yeah. special. I want it to be specific. I want it to be like, you know, oh, that's from the time that this happened. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I think that that shit's cool. We've done that. With, we've basically done that every time we've gone anywhere or even times where we act, we didn't get to go. We did like a New York shirt. Yeah. For with uh, the uh, like Jason takes Manhattan. Oh, uh, oh yeah. I saw that. That shit was sick. Um, you know, stuff like that. We we played Florida once. Our second show was in Florida. Nice. And we, we fucking tanked it. It was really bad. Oh no. Yeah, we're we're kind of get we're getting some redemption in January because we're going back and playing the same around the same festival again. Which one was this? Um, Fya. Oh, sick. We played it. We played it after show because we were just like some of us were out there, so we played with like a scad lineup. Second show we ever played, and we fucking sucked. Why though? Like, what happened? Our drummer, our drummer at the time got drunk and just stopped playing in the middle of the song. Oh like, man. I tripped over my shoelace at one point. I was wearing like I was wearing like Doc Martens, and my fucking shoelace came undone. No and I tripped, And I made it look like I did it on purpose, but I absolutely didn't. I definitely fell. And there was it was just like a fucking disaster. You know what I yeah. mean? I only played like four songs, I think, and it was just fucked. And it was like it was fine. Yeah. But it definitely wasn't like like nobody had anything bad to say yeah but me personally i was like yo fuck this like i yeah. went and sat in a parking lot after for like Bummed. an hour just being pissed off and yeah. trying not to murder our drummer that sucks and we kicked him out of the band right then 
That's good though. You can't be drunk playing. That's fucking stupid. You can be drunk playing if you fucking if you're good at it. Play drunk. Yeah. Like know 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 your capabilities. Yeah. I mean, like fuck, dude. Like our drummer now, Chris, is like he's on all sorts of drugs. Yeah. He plays and he do all fucking this that and the other thing and and it's all good. You guys are homies though, right? You work together. Uh, we live together. You live together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's we, sick. We live together. Used to work together. We live together. Played a band together. Yeah. He uh, yo, and he can just be, he can be turned turned the fuck up and like yo, he he can fucking play. So yeah, he plays tight. I, I, I like there's a certain band members like that I've had you know that people I've been in bands with in the past where like if I see them like before we play if I see them drinking I'm like no no this is be bad <laughs> yeah I could see that dude fucking smoking crack and I'd be like still good we're still gonna. He's going to be fine. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. If there's somebody I can say that's good when they drink to perform is Scott Vogel from Terror. Oh, he, well, he can do, he can do whatever. He yeah. goes up there, takes a couple shots and just murders. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen him in, in every possible state, yeah. you know, playing. Uh, and, and he, he does, he's, he's a machine, man. He's been doing it for so long. Yeah. Um, what do you call it? Uh, Buried Alive, Slugfest, so many bands. Yeah. Despair. Yeah. Despair. Very alive, man. That too. I, so it trips me out that, like, to me, I feel like I saw them a hundred times. Yeah. They're one of those bands I saw a whole lot when I was younger. And then, uh, but now I think about it, I'm like, fuck, actually, most of my life it's been, it's been terror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been, for like, sure. Which is great. They've been around the longest. Terror's for sure. the fucking best. Man. Yeah. Just, they've, they've been around this long because they're, they're the best in the game, man. No, for sure. Yeah. And uh, World Be Free was a sick side project too for a little bit. Yeah. Shit was good. And they brought it back for that last album. It was pretty good. Yeah, that band was good too. Um, so your flow is absolutely insane. Was belting out the lyrics fast and forceful the plan from the start, or was that just incorporated when you guys realized how good you were at it? I would say mostly because, like, especially when I'm writing lyrics and stuff like that, I I, I basically usually just listen to fucking rap. Yeah. Like I would say, I take most of my like inspiration as far as like like vocal timing and what I just I take it from fucking rap music mm-hmm. and um and then i also like i said i have a tendency to write too many words yeah so when i'm writing shit down i have like if you looked at like like if you saw like the lyric sheet or, or whatever for anything i've ever done mm-hmm. there's words that are in parentheses and those are words that i'm like actively not going to say yeah It'll be in the lyric sheet but i'm, I'm like that word won't be there that okay. word won't be there because i end up writing too many words yeah um now it's easy for me to do that shit. Mm-hmm. It's easy for me to say a million things. Like I, I it's so I just, just since day one, pretty much. Yeah, I, 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 I just, I just, it's, I can just do it. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, I wish I could. <laughs> I try to keep up with you when I'm like singing, singing along, but it's hard. Yo, oh, it, <laughs> it, it comes, it just comes mad easy. Like I don't know. Yeah, it, it's weird. Like I it's mean, amazing. and I just think a lot of it too is just like, especially from like other other vocalists that have that I like drawing kind of inspiration from are also, I feel like are dudes that maybe say a lot of words, like, yeah. Be like, like someone like Madball, like something like Madball or like biohazard. Um, even like old rancid. Uh, do you like thrash metal? Oh yeah. Like municipal waste. I, I don't, I, I they're, don't, they're kind of fast sometimes. I, I like municipal waste. I don't, I don't like, I don't love them. Yeah. I have, I have a bunch of their records, but like I, uh, we were talking about them the other day just yeah. because like that tour is coming up right now with Dead Heat and some other, other yeah, bands yeah, yeah. and uh, Skeletal Remains and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, I I have this, dude, I have this thing. I don't really love music that's like funny. 
Okay. I don't like like funny music of yeah. any kind. Like 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 if there's, <laughs> if there's like humor involved, it, it like there's something about it that bothers me. Okay. And so municipal waste to me was I'm like, oh yeah, it's like a dinosaur on a skateboard eating pizza, like, yeah. you the finger like on a t-shirt yeah. type music, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not necessarily for me. Those dudes seem cool. <laughs> um, Fury Styles did a fest with them years yeah. ago in Belgium. Oh wow. And it was like them and toxic Holocaust and shattered realm and us headlined this thing. And it was definitely like seeing municipal waste in Europe. was so sick. Yeah. It, I can looked, imagine. it looked like the eighties. Yeah. Cause it's fucking Europeans. They just straight up look like they came out of a time machine. Yeah. And it was just so crazy. They're a great live band. They're like, it's fucking fun. Oh, they're fun. Yeah. I've seen them. On, I saw them on warp tour. Even I met them there. They're pretty nice dudes. I saw, I saw them. I remember the year they did, they did that. And I remember seeing, seeing them. They're, they're, they're cool. They're definitely like, when they first came out, they sounded, they sounded, they had the seven inch. I remember I got the seven inch when it first came out and they sounded yeah. a, lot, a lot like, they sounded more like uh, this band Cryptic Slaughter okay. from, from, they're from here. Um, and there, there was a lot of similarities. I remember like where they almost, like the drums were too fast, which was like the, yeah. like a thing about Cryptic Slaughter that I always liked where it was like, oh, the drums are like so fast. They're like getting ahead of the song. They can't even keep up with it. <laughs> and and, and I, I always loved that about them. And uh, yeah. And then I remember when Municipal Waste came out, I'm like, oh, this band's awesome. They kind of sound like Cryptic Slaughter. And then they just became kind of what, like, a, like what jokey. they are now, like, like very jokey, very uh -huh. like, you know, um, and, 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 and yeah, I mean, I think they're cool. Yeah. You know, it's just not, it's, it's not, just not for I, you. It's, it's not something I regularly listen to. Like, yeah. I, I just like, if you're in the mood for it, I guess. Yeah. For like thrash metal stuff. I'm like a, you know, I'm like a nuclear assault guy. Like, Hell yeah. I, I love, I love them, you know, and obviously like things like the you know big things like fucking slayer mm -hmm. and all, all that type of stuff like really all of that thrash metal 80s shit um it's kind of what i got into first yeah you know as a kid i was just listening to just heavy metal of mm -hmm. any kind guns and roses and stuff oh i mean guns and roses is the greatest band of all time yeah but uh them and motorhead but oh fuck yeah dude motorhead <laughs> um but yeah the thrash metal thing was like like was like some of the first shit you know i was i was hearing and it was like the tail end of it obviously because i was this was probably like 1991 yeah and uh, when I was first discovering that the stuff even existed mm -hmm. and, you know, anthrax, SOD, mm -hmm. you know, obviously like I wouldn't necessarily throw it into the thrash metal category, but like obviously suicidal, like mm -hmm. when they became a heavy metal band and yeah. just not a fucking punk band. I love all that shit. Yeah. I think that's all game changers. Well, yeah. I mean, suicidal is the biggest game changer ever. Yeah. Cause they just, they came in looking different, sounding mm -hmm. different really like and it worked <laughs> fucking made their own their own thing yeah and they're still a band yeah so and you know i'll still go see them tomorrow of course you know? yeah fucking think they're the best um so do you have any like throat remedies when you're playing shows like do you drink any kind of teas or just drink a lot of water i mean <laughs> uh i know some people do if i remember to i i don't Chicago, I, like we just played, we went out there and played this week. I didn't do anything. Yeah. I just went out, played, came back. But is um, that different with like screaming though, like compared to like actually singing? Um, I mean, I don't know what actually singing would even really be like. I yeah. Mean, we, we had like one little melodic part in one song on the, on the EP before the album. Yeah. And I like tried to do it live and I was like, cool, I can do this in the studio, but it's actually very hard for me to do. Live. Yeah. And, uh, so I don't even really know. Yeah. I mean, yelling, all that shit. Like, I, I mean, I got like throat coat tea at the house and stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like years ago, I remember like the first time I ever did a, a like a substantially long tour. It was like a two month tour with with uh, with Furious Styles. I uh, 
we went out with that band hoods yeah and, the, and this this dude enrique was singing for him and he sang for this band called new jersey bloodline who i really love yeah uh, and he he actually died a couple like not that long ago mm. um which sucks he's a good dude yeah but uh he uh he was his whole his remedy was hot sauce like really really hot hot sauce he's like yo just drink hot sauce what <laughs> yeah yo so i still fuck with that kind of and that's like that's kind of real like that's kind of a thing like get some shit with like fucking habanero or like fucking like ghost pepper or something why does it like amp you up or something or it just it just yo it just i don't know it does something man it makes your throat not not it doesn't it, it makes it more it, gravelly almost almost yeah. yeah it just does something i remember that was his deal he was like just drink hot sauce man wow and i'm like all right I, you know i guess i was like yo how do i like make this suck less because i'd never really i'd never done anything more than like five or six shows in a row yeah yeah and now it was like all right you're gonna go do like 40 or 50 two in months a row, you know and i'm like okay how do i you know i'm a couple days into it then, you know and this before i really understood like mm -hmm. what it is like because now it's like you go on a tour and it's like all right first night you're okay second night you're kind of shot third yeah. night you're kind of shot and by day four you're fucking killing it and your shit is just like legendary you're ready you're ready to go you're yeah. ready. like you can do anything and you won't lose your voice and everything's yeah. gonna be fucking fine you know um for the most part yeah i've been having some fucking throat bullshit like the last few years so that doesn't always work out for me mm -hmm. like i had a thing too i did a tour with our old band and it was for like maybe a week mm -hmm. and on the first day i blew my voice out really bad oh man powered through the fucking thing like i mean i blew it out to a point where I, the next day i was like yo it's not back yet yeah and like i i had to play the shows anyway and yeah i got home from the tour and i couldn't talk above a whisper for two months like straight up my shit was gone really like, like i couldn't even speak oh my god and i'm not really sure what i did um i'm sure it was something bad i don't really fuck with doctors though yeah um i probably should have yeah um what made it come back time time yeah like yeah. like two months after that like all of a sudden i was like oh okay it started to come back and it was like about as good as it is like right now yeah and then it eventually got like whatever but that i can feel look i can feel something missing now yeah and it, it it's it sometimes it just goes out and i don't know it's fucked up i'm probably really hurting myself <laughs> no that's wild i mean i'm sure you'll, you'll figure out what works for you eventually or I'll just stop being able to talk yeah and that'll i don't know I like quiet. Be so. like a smoker with like the, the voice box. I can box. contribute to the quietness <laughs> of the world. I'm down. I'm down. Shut the fuck up forever. That's almost impossible in LA though with all the fucking crazy people driving up and down the street like one in the morning. Like, uh, Dude, it's so, what a loud place. Such a loud place, dude. I live on the loudest fucking street. Too, Do you? Man. Oh man, my outside of my front door is like Glendale Boulevard. It's like fucking six lanes across. Oh man. I feel like I live on a, like directly on a freeway. <laughs> like right out my front door. It's like my front door open sidewalk six lanes of traffic is your rent at least like reasonable for that shit for la yeah yeah that's good yeah it's cheap it's as cheap it's cheap it's about as cheap as you're gonna get here that's good um i got a recycling center like right outside my window oh. the one window in the house and it's just like the sound of broken glass from like 8 a.m until 5 and i'm actually used to it i've been yeah. there for like 10 years so i don't care yeah but i don't hear it but it's just a constant, this constant sound. And then at night, it's just like, for some reason, there's always police chases in front of my house because, like, the freeway. Yeah. It's got like, it, it says, like, that street connects two different freeways. Yeah. Or three, technically. Mm -hmm. So, like, every police chase just, like, goes in front of my house. That's annoying. And it'll be, like, one car with, like, 25 cops behind it and, like, a helicopter. And 
It's very loud. Yeah. I always go outside and take a look, though, you know? Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> always hope they get away. I always love watching the ones, like, on live TV when the helicopter's hovering over them. Dude, I've seen, seen this one where the dude was, he was, he was, it was a police chase with a U-Haul. What? And the dude, it was so slow. When they went by my house, I was able to, like, look at the guy. Like, really look at him. Yeah. Like, All right, man, you know, give a thumbs up. <laughs> and he goes down my street, and I see it, and then they're gone. And then I hear the sirens coming back, and I was like, what the fuck? And somehow yeah. he was now going the other direction Holy shit. back past my house. And I was like, I don't know how he made a U-turn at all, but yeah. he did. And he was still getting chased, and he wasn't stopping. Yeah. And, I mean, there's no way for him to get away. He's in a fucking U-Haul. I think it was like 50 miles an Holy hour. Holy shit. But, yeah, I don't know what happened with that one, but it was pretty funny. Dude, I, have, I don't even think I've told this story on the podcast yet, but during the summer of COVID, mm-hmm. I got into two car chases. It's shit you not. So the first time and, Explain yourself. and I was with the same friend both times these happened and they were both within a month of each other. And the first time, totally my friend's fault. You know, we're just driving. He's just kind of a crazy person. Um, he used to be in like a heavy band too, but he just like was like screaming out the window at people just trying to be funny. And we were, we were down in Malibu and he, he just puts half of his body out of the window and just screams like a girl <laughs> and scares the shit out of this guy and his girlfriend. Right. And I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, dude, don't do that. And then, then our cars were like stopped right along the beach there. And I could see in like my periphery or whatever that this skinhead dude was just like walking down the street, like r- running towards us and came to my car and just started punching the windows, trying to like kill my friend basically. <laughs> and he was like, he was like screaming in like Spanish or something. It was insane. And then, yeah, he like, he chased after us for like a good 10 minutes. What was he on foot? Yeah, he was on. No, he was on foot at first. Oh, he got his car. Okay. Yeah, because there was like a holdup. Thought he was cars. like a T one thousand. No, yeah, no, he was on foot at first because our the, we got up there like maybe like you know a couple hundred yards up there and then just we stopped and I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think anybody was pissed at my friend, and yeah, he ran up to the car, started bashing the windows. Luckily, it didn't damage anything. But um, then I just I tried to swerve around these cars and go in the other lane for a second just to get out of there, and he just out of nowhere was right behind us in this huge like red truck. And yeah, it was terrifying because I don't know if the guy had a gun. I mean, yeah, that's like you don't want to fuck around. You never know. You never know. I mean, there's so many crazy people here too. Yeah, like, you never know who you're dealing with. And on the flip side of that too, like I, I'll, I'll chase someone every once in a while if they upset me. In yeah, some situation, yeah. I, I chased this dude up Alvarado the other day. Oh, I don't know if you're familiar with Echo Park, but like where the post office is, okay. you're coming off of Glendale onto Alvarado, and you like there's like an immediate turn into the post office. Yeah, it's just an annoying. Uh, parking lot to get into if you have an impatient person behind you. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I fucking hate more than like any kind of impatience like that. Like it drives me fucking crazy. Oh, it's crazy. Like if it's obvious, I got my blinker on. I'm turning this fucking parking lot. Like you know, get, like hold on a Wait, second. Wait, yeah. yeah. Like it's not that crazy. Yeah. And uh, this fucking dude just lays on his fucking horn when I'm turning into the fucking uh, <laughs> post office. Yeah. So I just decided to chase him instead. Hell yeah. I was like, I'm going to come back to the post office in five minutes. I'm just going to chase this dude. <laughs> I just want him to think he's going to die for like five Just scare months. him. <laughs> yeah, it was just some fucking regular dude. And I was yeah. like, I just want you to like, like, I want you to think that this is the last thing that's ever going to happen to you. Not for any reason other than like, maybe you'll be more polite next time. Yeah. Like, luckily for you, I don't want to murder you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I want to, you know, if I have time, like, I've followed, I've chased a dude across <laughs> all of Hollywood one time on the same shit yeah. where he was just being a bitch ass, like fucking yeah. with me while I was driving. And I got, I ended up behind him. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to follow this dude. And he ended up running, he ended up running a red light to like escape. Um, Did the cops get him? 
No, the cops didn't get him. No, oh, I was okay. just I was just chasing this fool like on some like I wasn't really sure what I was gonna do. I was like, maybe I'll pull over and fight yeah. or something. And mostly I just wanted him like I was just enjoying 15 minutes of like you thinking that if I catch you, you're gonna die. Yeah. Because fuck this guy. You know what I mean? And, and I mean now I try not to like I really I got like I got like road rage problems sometimes. Like yeah. I try not to. I used, to, I used to go see a therapist in Hollywood, uh-huh. like before COVID happened. And my, 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 I would get off work at 10 a.m. and my appointments were at noon. So I would have to like go home, change, do all that morning shit, and then go yeah. to see my fucking shrink. Yeah. And I swear to God, the first 15 minutes of every appointment, because it wasn't enough time to get to the office, really, yeah. I was barely making it every time. So I'm like smashing through Hollywood, uh-huh. um, down side streets and shit, just really trying to get there and just like, wilding out on like people in other cars because i was just like yo go faster get the fuck out of the way get like, the fuck out of the way I'm just i got somewhere to be my car is tiny just yeah. let me go past you hilarious and like but like the first 15 minutes would just be me like going off about lord knows what yeah it was pissing me off and like i was just ready to fucking murder somebody and mm-hmm. like every single time you know what That's i mean amazing. so i mean i guess like the the shrink appointments were coming in handy for calming me down from yeah like, it was like half my appointment is me being calmed down from yeah. the drive to the appointment so it seemed kind of pointless not but. for sure um speaking of shows you guys had some legendary ones in the last couple months like i saw you guys at the midnight hour with no pressure and that was fucking insane and then you guys also just played with chief keith yes on halloween night how the hell did you guys get that um the chief keith one was that was a uh it was, it was uh kind of some homie shit but like uh mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Babylon put the show on Babylon and FTP, and uh, uh, just the Babylon dudes. Uh, I, I go way back with them. Yeah. Um, they uh, you know, they wanted to like, they wanted to make the show interesting, mm-hmm. and you know, they were they were like, you guys should come play this thing, and so dope. Anything that's like out of outside the box, I'm 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 down for. Always, because you can just get new fans that way. Yeah, you can just you know it, it doesn't it, it's ne- it never hurts you know yeah. and it doesn't uh, to me I find it you know I find like mixed bills to be super interesting yeah and like I'd rather go to a show where there's like four or five things that don't sound the same yeah or even totally different genres like that's more interesting to me like Turnstile with uh, Suicide Boys right now yeah dude, perfect like, duo you know stuff that is th- that's exactly it yeah that's what you that's what people should be doing I feel like smart mixing it up is way more fun and it's also like when i was younger that was a more common thing like yeah you'd go see like and i mean maybe not as broad but it would be like you know hardcore bands and punk bands and like fucking you know whatever like just just stuff that wasn't like in the same box Mm -hmm. and i don't know then something happened i think it was the internet really yeah but what i've noticed is people people were very like narrow-minded yeah and i don't think it's on purpose it was just like people were gaining their you know identity from like things they find on the internet and that's how they were getting into music and this and that Mm -hmm. and it wasn't so much like there was like almost like a process i felt like when i was younger where it's like you grow up on punk and then you like end up into hardcore Mm -hmm. a little bit later and that was always like the order. That's the order of things. That is like, the order for sure. You know, and now it's like on some weird shit where it's just like, oh, you know, you're like, you just discover just maybe just hardcore or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, you know, but a lot of people's gateway is different now. You know, sometimes yeah. it could be someone that went to like the Warp Tour or some shit. And yeah. they saw like one band on there that was like a hard band. And they're like, oh, I like that. Yeah. And so I, I got to understand that, you know, I, I have to, you know, 
understanding that the, the world is different now. Yeah. And people are going to get into things a different way and, and whatever. But I've noticed like, you know, a resurgence in this mixed bill thing. And yeah. A lot of it too is coming off of like how people are getting into certain things. Like we did a show a couple of years ago with, with Ghost Man and, oh, nice. and Jesus Peace. Oh, they're and, sick. And, and I can't remember who else. Yeah. But, uh, but there's, there's a couple kids that I know that like, from that show like that's why they go to hardcore shows yeah like they saw us and they saw jesus peace and they saw you know they saw these bands that didn't sound like the person that they came to see yeah and they're like oh i like this thing too mm-hmm. and then now they're you know i see them all the time mm-hmm. and that's like the beauty of the mixed bill yeah right there it's just like oh it, it put you on to something you would have ne- maybe just never knew existed you know yeah that shit's cool and i feel like fucking power trip was like the perfect band to get like metalheads into you know hardcore and like thrash and all that shit and just oh yeah they killed it and they were always like they were on mixed bills too power trip just smoked all the fucking metal bands they yeah were playing with too man that was like a big thing with them is it's just dude they just brought it mm-hmm. every time every like, time there were there was such a phenomenal live band yeah and like you know you would see them with some like legendary older bands and things like that and i'm like yeah. yo this is like i'm like yo these guys that that I wouldn't want to play after him. No. You know? Riley's energy was fucking insane, the dude. Oh shit was just crazy, bro. Yeah. All talented dudes too. Oh yeah. Very tight musicians. Mm-hmm. Um so you guys have not only had a bunch of legendary shows yourselves, but uh you guys have had like several where cops showed up, including one under the LA overpass where like literal helicopters came to the scene. Who had the brilliant idea to host a show there with like generators to power the evening? And like how, how proud are you of the turnout? That, well, that was that was Dead City's thing. Okay, that, that's like that's all them. That's that's their. Uh, they were doing it for. They had been doing shows like that for mm-hmm. probably like I'm not gonna say a year, but maybe like at least like six, seven, eight months like yeah. prior to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd been to a few. They just grew. They grew in size. Like I, I, I saw one. You know, I saw one with like you know 200 people at it. Then I saw one with 400 people at it. Then I saw another one they did with a thousand people at it. Holy moved locations. Yeah. And I mean, at the time, it was like the you know whole lockdown thing was happening. No one was really doing anything. People weren't. There was not anything going on. Yeah. And they, you know, had this band and they started playing. And they're you know they're friends of mine and they were like we're doing this one at this one spot yeah you guys should play it and yeah that that was it you know we just we 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 were like you know what fuck it let's do it and was that the one that alpha and omega jumped on yeah they were on it for they they were originally like they they were they were on it um and you know and then we were like you guys should play too yeah and you know it's fucking best thing we could have ever done dude um, that footage is insane because i was like yo i didn't know i was gonna go you know hardcore, yeah. hardcore especially man it's not like fucking it's not like punk or metal or any of these other things where like people truly don't give a fuck hardcore is full of fucking opinions yeah yeah and full of fucking judgment and you know i don't love it mm-hmm. i don't love that part like because it's the type of thing where it's just like you know and it, like like a lot of fucking a lot of cops and hardcore a lot of people yeah. walk around trying to police people's behavior and fucking you know yeah, monitor sucks. people bunch of stalker fucking weirdos yeah and uh it was definitely the type of thing where i was like okay this could this, know, could, this, go could, badly. Be, this could be this could be the best idea or the worst idea yeah. but i don't fucking care you know what yeah. i mean I, I don't give a shit and and uh playing shows is fun 
and I want to do it. Dude, so, when I first saw that footage, I thought it was fake. I was like, there's <laughs> no fucking way that happened. <laughs> Dude, it, looks, it looks, it looks like it could have been like in a movie almost. It looks like a movie. Okay. So like, yeah. you know, when like, you know, like, like when your parents don't want you to go to a show and because they just imagine this is what it's like. Oh yeah. That is the thing they're thinking. Mm-hmm. They're thinking of this imagined yeah. scenario that yeah. would never fucking happen. Totally. And like, or you watch a movie, like a movie, like some not so distant future shit yeah, where they're yeah. like, you know, they go to some concert in this, like in 2030, yeah. and it looks like that, <laughs> you know, and like, or like, even like, it just reminded me of like, there's, there's so many things in the world right now that like, are reminding me of like, like, like dystopian, not so distant future yeah. movies that I love. Like, I was even comparing it to this the other day when you walk around LA, like, especially downtown LA, I'm like, oh, you ever seen that movie Strange Days? Yeah, yeah, it like looks like strange days now. Like where I'm like, yeah, you're walking down the street and someone's just kind of on fire. Yeah, and there's just people fighting for no reason and yeah. like all this other stuff. It's like kind of chaotic and fucked up, and all of these things that like movies that I love like predicted the future to be like, like they live, <laughs> just started happening. You know Crazy. what I mean? It, you know, and a lot of things just started looking that way and started being a certain way and like. And, and, and I was like, oh, shit, like the weird, like dystopian sci-fi future, like, yeah. like we're kind of there right now, which uh, in, at least depending on where you are. And I feel like this show fit right in with it. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, dude, it was, it was the coolest day of my life. It was mm-hmm. so sick. I was like, everything has been building up to this yeah like even while we were playing i'm like looking around i was looking up at the freeway like looking around like my dreaming looking, right now i was like this is it yeah. this is this is all i've ever wanted to do you know and now everything else is just a fucking bonus yeah you know what i mean that shit was like like what's gonna top that now yeah i mean it was the top the idea that there's like three thousand people there yeah and like the fucking police show up and they're like you guys gotta stop and everyone's like nah and like like they weren't like it was yeah. just it was a you know, a true show of force where it was yeah. like, nah, you, you can't, you can't stop this. You can't police this. You can't control it. You can't make it end. Was like, it one of those things that you kind of could get away with? Cause it wasn't like, what time of night was it at? Was it, it late? Like show time, you know, like okay. five, six, seven, something like that. I think it was seven. So they couldn't really shut it down, right? Well, they could shut it down. They could for sure shut it down. They couldn't shut it down. It was impossible. It was impossible. Too to many people. Yeah. Yeah. There's not enough employees in yeah. the police department like they was like they showed up with what they had yeah they showed up with everything they got and it wasn't enough <laughs> and that is so epic that, people need to keep that in mind yeah you know always just you know people got to remember it's like yeah the fucking cops are out there but like yo, yeah. there's more there's more of us than them exactly you know? yeah and it's like one of them things where like you know welcome you yeah know, it's nice it's nice to get the upper hand sometimes no for sure that's fucking insane especially like in life where like you usually don't get the upper hand with the Never. police, you know, you know, you work around them and shit, but like, you don't, you yeah. know, if they want to shut it down or they want to do something to you or beat you up or throw you in jail, like they're, yeah. they're, they're going to get do it and they're probably going to get away with it. Do you ever like worry? Like whenever you have like a cop behind you, you like always think they're going to pull you over. I always, I always get that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a, a thing with that. Like when I first moved to LA, I remember like that would happen to me like more often than not. Like, yeah. It's kind of depending on what kind of car I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely had the like getting pulled over for no reason thing, or yeah. getting detained for no reason. I've had that happen a couple of times. Really? But that was only when I first moved here. It's weird. It kind of like a lot of it might have to do with the kind of car I have now. Okay. I have the most, um, I have the best car uh-huh. to, to, if you want to be ignored. Okay. Um, so I drive a fucking. 
Prius. Oh, that's good though. Prius, yeah. which is everywhere in the yeah. city. There's so many of them. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's got Uber sticker on the back of it still because I used to do Uber. Oh, nice. I just leave it on there. And it's like one of those things where like it gets you left alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I don't, you know, I'm not up to anything, but I, I, I still don't want to be bothered. What and made you stop doing Uber? Oh, I just, I, I, I did it for a reason for why I wanted to buy the car. Oh, okay. So I just did it for a couple of years to buy the car and that stuff. Do you have any crazy ass customers? Eh, nothing. You oh. know, honestly, I don't really have any too crazy stories about that. Like no. it, was, it was like, it was just, it, 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 it's just drunk people, yeah. you know, fucking, um, I drove this dude one time and he was, he was from Mexico. He had like a, a he had like this. He was just, he was translating everything yeah. on his phone. And me and him were in the car for like two hours. Oh, and wow. So me and him are talking and he, uh, he was really into black metal. Okay. And he was a, uh, he was going to a casino. He was a, he was rich. He was yeah. A rich dude. Um, and he was telling me about how he, uh, started a company that built greenhouses that are, are specific to growing weed in. Yeah. So his job, he was like, well, I just wanted to get in on, on, on the drug game Yeah. without, but, doing something that was entirely legal yeah so i sell the greenhouses to the dudes that grow weed and oh, he was shit. telling me how he had just sold 200 of them to snoop dog <laughs> some weed company he was doing damn and dude he was such an interesting guy that's amazing yeah i was like yo you're a fucking genius and he's like dude i live in mexico and it's like everything is drugs yeah and i, I wanted to i wanted to be a part of it without yeah. like really having to like worry yeah and he just yeah he's just some dude that loves black metal that's we dope. listened to Watane and talked about this yeah and i dropped him off at the casino and, that's sick you know i don't know hope he's doing well wherever he is yeah i love when they actually talk to you i get most of the uber drivers i get won't even talk to me <laughs> this dude like i mean I, I always you know i was just i would feel it out you know you could yeah. tell i would i would i would wait for like a like a person whoever i'm picked up to drive around i would just wait for them to engage me yeah because i know that me personally i usually want to be left alone yeah yeah when i get like when i'm getting when i hop in like a lift or uber or some shit i just want to i don't usually want to talk yeah for sure um i don't know i don't love strangers yeah so it's weird it's sometimes it's weird yeah i would usually wait for people to engage me because i just feel it out you know yeah i'm like oh you want to talk all right what sucks though a lot of times they want to have like tattoo talk yeah like just stuff that doesn't you know that that someone like me absolutely doesn't want to have with anyone yeah. ever yeah <laughs> so exactly that part would suck. I'd be like oh of course for the next hour talking about superficial things yeah for sure but whatever fuck it <laughs> um so you, do you guys plan on doing some more like diy chaotic shows whenever they pop up again oh yeah i mean that's never gonna end sick <laughs> yeah, that's that's it that's always it's just a it, it's just uh we did one recently um oh, we did one maybe like a month ago okay um with dead city and uh, human garbage played oh yeah in this other band i can't remember their name right now uh-huh but uh yeah, that was uh that was just, you know, we were sitting around on a Tuesday. Yeah. And me me and my friend from Dead City and we were like, oh, you just want to run it on Friday. Yeah. And then we just whipped up a flyer real quick, threw it on the internet. Amazing. And like a thousand people showed up. It was <laughs> sick. Yeah, super fun. Yeah, I love how you guys just drop the details like right then and there and then everyone just well, comes out. It. Yeah. You, you have you you have to. Oh yeah, so the cops like, don't come. Yeah, because they're gonna there were there was an when we did the after the crazy one, mm-hmm. the really big one under the five, um, there was a. Uh, it's sort of like it's sort of like drug addiction, yeah. Where you get that great feeling and then you just want to have it again immediately. And yeah. 
and it's no, you know, I'm not trying to diss any of the other bands that we were, we were on that thing with, but some of the bands were like, let's run it again next week. Oh, and they just shit. started doing, they were like, we're going to go play more generator shows in the next week. And right. I understand why you would want to do that. Cause it's fun and you want to do it again and again and again. You want to do, you know, yeah. you know, we, we did not do it like that. We, mm-hmm. we waited. Gotta let you it know. die down. Yeah. You, you gotta let it die down. And also like, I don't want, I want it to be special. Mm-hmm. So, um, I remember I ended up going to see to this show, but they, uh, they, they, they fired off a show like a week after that one. Yeah. And when they showed up to the first location, the cops were already there. Really? Yeah. They were like, yeah, they dropped the address and the cops were, they were watching the cops were watching social media. Shit. They're looking at your shit and they're being like, Oh, these fucking dickheads are doing this again. Yeah. Let's beat them there. And then, you know, it was like, it was a wrap and then they had to move it to another place. And yeah. Someone got stabbed over there or some shit I heard. And then they moved it to another place. And then the third location ended up running. It was like at a state park or some shit. Like, oh, cool. Same shit. Still generator thing. Still illegal. Helicopter showed up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but yeah, the show ended up, uh, happening still. That's and dope. I stopped by for a little bit, mm-hmm. took a look around. was like, all right, cool. And then went home. Yeah, for but, sure. Uh, yeah. You gotta, you know, it's cool to see it though. I'm just, I definitely want to get out to one of them. Just see the vibe. Keep, you just gotta keep it. You know, you gotta keep it a secret, but not yeah. too much of one. There's actually a thing this weekend. Um, oh, nice. I don't know when this is going to be heard by anyone. So yeah. You don't have to drop on here. You can tell me though. <laughs> and uh, no, but I mean, I'm just telling you, yeah. I feel like it'd be something you fuck with. It's I like, would love to. Yeah. The, they're doing like a, this quote unquote film festival thing. Oh, sick. And uh, like uh, some of the, some of the folks that have been behind some of these shows, they're doing this thing. And it's like, basically they're just going to show like, music videos and like short films and other things that people have made nice. it's just a fucking party and same same style oh sweet address will drop day of type shit yeah and it'll be outside somewhere and, yeah um probably no helicopters to that probably not but maybe <laughs> but you there never might know. be bands i don't know i don't really know i'm not really sure what's gonna happen yeah. i know i'm gonna go yeah but we'll see that sounds dope which uh areas that can be in i also actually don't know that okay i would assume somewhere in the adjacent to downtown yeah. or somewhere in that area i I'm not really sure though. I actually haven't heard. Maybe the location oh, yeah. doesn't exist yet. That's yeah. the other thing, dude. That shit ain't till Saturday. So yeah, maybe the location the day isn't of. picked out yet. Yeah, well, you just let That's me know. That's another thing. So the address drops and it's like, yo, we yeah. thought of, we thought of this shit yesterday. Yeah. You know? Or you'll have a spot and then it'll be like, oh, that shit's burned. We can't do it there. Now yeah. we can do it here. That sort of shit. So hell yeah. Have you ever gotten hurt or injured during a set? I know you said you tripped, but uh, you... I mean, yeah. 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 Um the last show, I got a little piece of a firework hit me in the face. That, oh, I didn't get hurt, hurt, but I, I definitely. Uh, what does that feel like? It just kind of hot. Yeah, it bounced off my face. I <laughs> some 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 hit me right in <laughs> my cheek. Um, I mean, yeah, I get I get hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to avoid it though. Yeah. Um, if I can, I mean, I know I, I'm pretty aware of 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 my surroundings, and I know like what like like uh especially like, okay, like the last show, we basically, there was no stage. Yeah. There was like chain link fence around us. So to keep people off the gear and stuff. And yeah, but the front of it was like open and you know, we we're basically playing on the floor. Yeah. So it's like program kind of thing for sure. But times a million. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I definitely like people are moving. I'm getting hit. Yeah. You know I mean, we played a show on, on the night before Halloween. Okay. Uh, we played two shows like that Halloween weekend. Oh, nice. The first one we did, it was the same type of situation where the stage was so small, we couldn't even all fit on it. It yeah. was like a tiny little like art space. And so I start when we started the set, I was on the ground. Wow. And fools are like fucking moshing and doing whatever. And I was getting hit. I, I was yeah. wearing a mask because of Halloween. And it actually like, I got hit in the face a couple of yeah. times. And, uh, 
then I like found a little space on the stage and was like, oh, I don't want to get hit no more. Nah, but, yeah. Yeah, but getting hurt, um, Chief Keefe almost fell off the stage. Oh, really? Um, just slipped or something? The front of the stage had like uh, cables, um, like probably connecting to like the monitor or something. I don't know, just like stage shit. Yeah. And they weren't really like attached to anything. They're just along the front there and they're probably taped down in certain spots, but yeah. not right where I was at. And I went out to the edge of the stage and I put my foot on it. Oh, no. And I, my foot slipped. Wow. And I was like, and I, I like, I caught myself. Yeah. But I was like, yo, that was a, that was almost, almost went off the stage. Right that would have hurt like hell. Fuck yeah. Cause they have one of those like barricade situations and like security in the front of the stage. So it would yeah. be like, I'm not falling into a crowd. I'm falling just down to the ground. Wasn't that like the regent or something? Yeah. Oh, shit. Barricade shit sucks. Yeah, I don't like barricades. I don't know what to do with that. No. You know what I mean? It's Especially like, for your band. That's it's weird. Well, it's an interactive type of music. You know what I mean? You need to yeah. be connected to the, the 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 audience and the band are like one thing. Yeah. So it's like you want people want to sing along and shit. And you want them to be able to. And so the barricade thing is is I'm not. I mean, it, it, it's, it's it goes without saying that it's kind of whack. Yeah. But then there's certain a certain caliber. Of yeah. Show. Like Guns like, N' Roses, you can't have people jumping on. There just is it just you yeah. hit a certain point where you're like as far as like the size of a venue, and yeah. it's just like there is going to be that now. Yeah. You know what I mean? You go to a big festival, some fucking, you know, whatever the fuck, like like not fest or fucking, you know, yeah. Coachella or some shit. Like there's just gonna be one and it's all good. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I just found it like really annoying that day. Yeah, no, for sure. Um so how did you like survive the whole fucking COVID pandemic? Like I remember I saw you guys open for Zabalba and that was like my first show back. But like, how did you, how did you like survive the initial time where you couldn't play shows? Um, well, we recorded the album yeah. in the beginning. Then I did drugs for like a month. Yeah. I did dr- for like a couple weeks. It was just <laughs> like, I'm just going to do drugs Yeah, and stay in my house. And that sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, that was very short lived. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't done drugs or drank or anything since. Nice. Um, but I, I decided to like give that a whirl again. It was fucking lame. Yeah. Just depressing and stupid. It's just mm-hmm. not for me. Um, do you smoke weed? No. No. Okay. No, I don't do anything. Nice. I s- smoke this stupid vape thing and I wish I didn't do that. Yeah. Um, no, nah, I don't fuck with any, any drugs of yeah. any kind. Um, the, uh, or drink alcohol at all. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't. It's I such can't. a waste of money. I'm too. A, I, I can't. Like, people, some people can drink like a beer. That's not, that's not, I'm not, capable of doing that so i just don't yeah i don't uh it, i think it's a fucking waste of time yeah and makes you act stupid and just there's nothing good about it man. yeah i never had nothing good come from that um, no for sure i mean a little bit of that um i w- we, i am very like the covid thing was easy for me man i kind of flourished during that shit like um my what I love a good fucking crisis situation. Like mm-hmm. I'm really into the idea of survival. Yeah. In, um, so when I was, okay. So when I was younger, mm-hmm. I got, I, I was a bad, I was kind of a bad kid. Mm-hmm. So I got, I got sent to this place in, in the woods in Oregon and I lived there for a couple of years. Yeah. And it was for like bad kid school. It was bad kid school. And it would look like a summer camp and yeah. go to group therapy every day. And it was, it was fucked up and it was really weird and very culty and uh, nothing good. There's nothing good about it. But, uh, so if you get in trouble there, yeah. then you get sent to this like wilderness program thing and Holy you have to shit. go live in the, in the, the wilderness for like two months. Oh, I've and, heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like in Utah and stuff. The one I went to was in Utah. Yep. 
And I actually was the third person in history to go to that one twice. Wow. Um, they told me when I came in the second time, they, they thought it was really funny. I was back. Um, <laughs> they were cool. The people who ran it were cool. I'm yeah. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll say that much. And here's the thing. And this, yeah. is, this is what I'm saying. Like, that's a fucking disaster to some people. For me, I went there and I was like, you know what? I just make the best of shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I'm not going to see a building for the next two months. Yeah. I have to build my backpack out of a tarp and strings every day. I have to make mm-hmm. a fire with sticks or else I can't fucking eat. So let's just sort that out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then it turned into like, you know, I start, I just have fun with it. I have fun with everything. I try to, I try to have a good time. Like if something is fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, I start to find the good in it. And if there is any, mm-hmm. and like the, when it was like, okay, we can't, we can't go anywhere or do anything. Yeah. I was like, you know, I'd be like, oh, we can't go out to eat, but we can go get takeout and go sit somewhere. Yeah. You know, I was like, yo, it ain't the end of the fucking world to me. Like, it wasn't like, like, I found that a lot of people treated that year of nothing as if it was specifically happening to just them and no one else. Mm-hmm. People really used it as like an excuse to be like, look at me, look how bad it is for me. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where I'm like, well, for the first time ever, it's literally everyone's problem. Yeah, exactly. You're not having a bad year. Earth is. Yeah. The whole fucking place. Yeah. So, you know, kind of get over yourself. Yeah. And that was like my whole thing about it was why everybody, you know, a lot, not every, I say everybody, but that's not. Obviously rich people were fucking fine. (laughs) Like, well, not even, no, but I mean, fucking everybody though. Like as far as like people being, feeling sorry for themselves. Yeah, for sure. And it was the type of thing where it was just like, you can lay down and die or you can fucking make the best of any situation. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, uh, I saw I saw it showed me like people's character a lot mm-hmm. of the time where I was like, you could tell who your friends are and who aren't too. Yeah. And just, yo, for sure. But like yeah. more so it was just a type of thing where I like, like when I say like people, people would just, you know, everybody just <sighs> lack of better word. Like people got real fucking pathetic mm-hmm. and I, I didn't, I, I, one, I was just like, I absolutely will not be like that. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Screw it. Cause it doesn't, because it doesn't help. Yeah. Like, you can complain and you can, you can lay down and fucking, you know, wait for someone to help you or do whatever. And I understand that some people have much more, you know, troubling circumstances than maybe me. Yeah. Where like maybe they have a family, maybe they have more to worry about than mm-hmm. themselves, even maybe have a pet, anything, just anything that's more than I have. Yeah. And so I understand where like their concerns might be more than, than I might have. Yeah. But regardless everyone's life is fucking different and you just have to make it work. Yeah. And so for me, it was one of those things where I was like, all right, let's make this fucking work then. Mm-hmm. And let's have fun. You know, I'm like, Oh, so all of my regular fun things are gone. Let's get some new ones. Yeah. Let's figure something else out. Dude. I mean, in the album thing, we finished that. We had finished the album and then there's all that behind the scenes bullshit before your album comes out, like yeah. art together, getting all this other stuff together. Yeah. Yo, I was having a blast doing that. Yeah, shit. Of course. And, and I was able to stretch it out a little bit. Cause it was like, all right, yeah. we, don't, we don't have much of a deadline right now since like, fucking nothing exists yeah so we were able to take a little longer and really make sure it was exactly what i wanted it to be mm-hmm. and i was you know i was i was staying busy i had fun doing that you know and i had i had fun like just like i said just i started like appreciating little things more like hey let's just go eat food yeah in a park or let's go walk around you know totally. what i mean and i was like yo when i was a teenager we loved walking around doing yeah nothing so let's do that now, yeah. you know, and like, I was good with it. I, I loved it. I love, you know, or we would hear about one thing being open. I'm like, let's fucking go there. Or go on like a hundred hikes. I did a lot of hikes. Oh, dude, I should have, but I really didn't. Yeah. I went on a hike. Fuck dude. Like a couple months ago and it 
fucking killed me. Yeah. I was like, yo, yeah, because I mean, well, one thing I did during fucking COVID was get fucking fat. <laughs> no. Gained like 30 pounds. I <laughs> like 25 at least. I got way out of shape and, <laughs> and also started with this fucking vape bullshit. And yeah. So I was like, dude, the hike fucking fucked me up, dude. I couldn't. I could not keep up with the group. Yeah. I had one good homie that stayed back with me, which was really cool. That's tight. And other than that, dude, it, <laughs> yeah, I just, dude, I just, you know, it's like, and maybe it's just because I'm like a natural contrarian or whatever. Yeah. But when the whole world was really fucking bummed out, I was like, I, I just wanted to be the opposite. I was just like, yo, it's all good. That's the way to be, though. There's some sad things. Like, I, 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 I couldn't go see my mom. Yeah. She's older. Yeah, of course. She's really worried about things. And I was worried about that. That, that, that was, I don't want to be the reason something happens to her. No, of course. Or, or whatever, you know. And she was like, obviously very nervous about everything yeah and so that sucks because i i'm pretty close with her so it was weird not being able to see her yeah um but yeah i don't know i just saw everybody being like people were really mean to each other mm -hmm. people were being real nasty to each other people just being motherfuckers like people that shouldn't that don't i'm like yo you're kind of a bitch why are you being a motherfucker man yeah because like what because no one can hit you right now because you can't no one's leaving their houses yeah like, yeah a lot of fucking bad attitudes from people that keyboard words check themselves a little bit yeah and you know i've seen that really really dial itself down really quickly lately yeah and everybody's remembering to like fucking mind their manners again because yeah. like can't be acting all bold like that unless you can yeah. back it up exactly in real life and you're gonna see people i can't stand people like that dude don't say anything don't say anything in cyberspace you wouldn't say in real life exactly and they never do <laughs> literally 99 percent of the time real. seriously yep um so did you catch COVID yourself? Um, okay, so I don't know. You don't know, okay. But, but I have I have a theory that I, 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 I assume that this is what was wrong with me. Mm -hmm. When we were making the record, I had about, I'd done vocals for like seven or eight songs and I got really sick. Mm -hmm. And our drummer, Chris, had also gotten sick. He mm -hmm. actually got sick like around when we uh, did that mad, a tour of Madball right before COVID oh, happened. Oh, shoot. And he was sick for like a, like a long time. Yeah. And then whatever he had, I ended up getting. Okay. And so we stopped recording, obviously, and I just went to my house and stayed there for, for, for like six fucking weeks. Yeah. I was like this weird illness where I would pick up something and then I had to like take a nap. Yeah. Like it was like everything was hard. You're just weak. I dude, straight up and I yeah. couldn't breathe well, like all this bullshit. Yeah. And, um it like went in waves. Yeah. And then it like it would I would feel like I was okay for like a day or two and then it would just hit me again. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, it's terrible. And I got and that was right when the COVID testing first started. That's when I went to the weird cemetery COVID test <laughs> yeah. spot. And it said I was negative. So I was like, okay, but that was like I, you know, I don't know if those were you know who, who fucking knows yeah that was the first test it was the first test yeah. in la like That's straight crazy. up it was the first one that like a regular ass person so it probably like. wasn't even accurate yeah who knows you who know knows? what i mean like nothing about it made sense there was like the hazmat suit guy there and then there was someone that was just wearing their work clothes yeah i was volunteering there i'm like what the fuck is this? what is going on I'm like <laughs> i'm like is the fucking sky poison or is it not a big deal <laughs> i don't know i don't really care it yeah. just is but uh i uh so I was sick for however long I was sick for, but here's the thing. Mm -hmm. So since then, and this is like in the last few months, and this is probably sounds like wild, irresponsible. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I've like tried to get it. 
like on purpose. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been like, let's just get this. Let's just get like, that. Kind of like some chicken pox shit. Let's just get fuck over. Oh, man. So I've tried to get it. <laughs> and I can't. I How just, did you try to get it, though? Um. Well. Your homies were like, I got it. Come over. My whole band got it. <laughs> three, three, people, really? three people in the band got it. That's why we didn't go to New York. Uh, so three people in the band got it. We're in band practice. We're in a tiny little room. I'm uh, in there with them. And next day, first person's like, yo, I have COVID. I can't go. No so way. everybody's like, all right, let's go get tested. Get our get, get tested. Everybody figure out what's up. Yeah. Everybody gets tested. You know, two more dudes had it from that practice. Shit. And I tested myself like once or twice a day for like a fucking week. Yeah. Nothing. And I was like, yo, I'm fine. What yeah. the fuck? And I live our our the our drummer and me lived together and he had it around him every day. Nothing. So I feel like some people definitely were harder to get it. Well, th- that's the first thing. Yeah. So whatever. Um then I went to uh I basically drove in a car with somebody that had it for like hours. <laughs> and like I actively knew they had it. I was like, it's all good. Yeah. Let's just go, let's go, let's go where we're going. It's fine. It's, we have to go somewhere do something drove in a car with them stayed in the same room yeah drove back from where we were at just hung around them every day for like a week yeah nothing happened holy shit and so then i'm like okay that's weird same shit i was testing myself all the time and like because i got those like at-home tests i just kept taking them nothing happened wow um i went to northern california and i stayed with uh uh buddy of mine from that band scowl uh, oh they're cool he had just he had just had it and he said he was like i'm um, like today was my first day and i was like negative i'm yeah. like all good i don't care i'm gonna come stay at your house anyway like yeah. i just need to stay somewhere sat on a couch with this fool just hung out the whole time same shit nothing happened wow then another friend of mine had it and i was over at their house and they were like they were like oh i'm kind of sick i'm like oh, i don't worry about it we were just chilling like watching tv or some shit yeah like, chopping it up uh Next day, they hit me up. They're like, oh, I got tested. I have COVID. That's what's wrong with me. Yeah. Didn't get it. Wow. I've just been, like, that's what I'm saying, where I'm like, yo, I've just been, it's almost like I've been trying, I've been, like, putting myself in these places. Yeah. And nothing happens. Yeah. So, I kind of don't give a shit. Yeah. I, like, I'm, I'm certainly not going to, like, alter anything I'm doing mm-hmm. at this point now. No, yeah, because, definitely Because not. I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? And if you get it, you just, like, take a couple weeks off and you're good. I don't even... I'm just at this point now. I'm like, yo, I don't even fucking like. I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah. And because there's no rhyme or reason to anything, and no one knows shit. No, exactly. Yeah. So I'm just like, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hope you don't get it. I but just, who, who cares? I, must, I got I it. Must have I got through it. Had it. I mean, that's just my only theory. I think you it. did. Yeah. Because it was like I was sick for I was sick for such an abnormally long amount of time. Yeah. And it was not. It didn't feel like anything I've ever had before. Yeah. So you so. probably had it. Yeah, and the way you described it, you know, weaning in and out, like that yeah. sort of I is what happened. I didn't, like, happened. lose my taste or smell or any of that shit, yeah, though. Yeah, neither so. did I. I don't know what the fuck anything is. <laughs> is that uh, Section 8 mural that's on the back of the album cover still there? And Where was that? It is not okay. there. It has existed twice. There's been some back and forth. Okay. Um, that was dope. It will, it, it will be, will back. be back. Okay. It will be back. The person who painted it doesn't live here. Okay. Um. It'll be back. Fuck yeah. yeah it needs to, uh, before the year is over, I'm pretty sure it'll be back. And I forgot to ask, what did you do to get in that bad kid's school? Dude, honestly, nothing. No, I mean, nothing, I mean, nothing no, too I mean, bad. I had like anger problems. I was like kind of fighty. Yeah. When I was like a little, when I was like 
at like 11, 12 years old. I got, uh, yeah. I was pretty, um, my childhood was pretty weird. Yeah. Um, um, don't want to do it too much, but that's fine. It yeah. was like the type of thing where like I was, a, I was an angry kid. Yeah. And makes sense. Started like lashing out more and more and more and whatever, you know, my mom didn't know what to do with me. Yeah. At that point, she was just like, I don't know what to do with this guy. Because she just he's figured just, it works. Just, and, and those places sell parents on these, on these things. They're yeah. Like, we will fix your kid. Yeah. So my mom thought she was doing something good. Yeah. You know, she was like, you're really troubled. There's a lot of shit yeah. wrong with you. And maybe this will be the mm-hmm. thing that, that makes you mm-hmm. feel better and act better. Yeah. And it, it didn't do that at all. Yeah. But I know that she meant well. Yeah, she you know was doing I mean? it for your, your good. I was pissed off about it for years. You know yeah. what I mean? But like that was also a long time ago. And like and you're over it. I love my mom and I know that yeah. she she would never do something to hurt me. Yeah, so that's sick. She just, you know they're very they're very convincing. Yeah. They really, you know, I saw the brochure, I saw the whole way they present it. Like yeah. it's just the type of thing where I'm like, yo, this shit is fucking bullshit. Yeah. The state of Oregon shut the place down I went to. Oh wow. Yeah, because it's just like everything they're doing is illegal yeah and fucked up you can't uh, do that stuff to kids but you know one of my old roommates that he actually is the one that made the flyer for this episode he uh punched a teacher when he was younger and went to one of those bad kids schools oh good <laughs> so I've, I've known about it oh yeah yeah they're don't you know i don't know if they exist anymore but don't send your kids there no yeah there's better ways to handle that yeah, just like, yo, your kid might need you to give you more attention, even be more of a parent than you had signed on for. Exactly. Yeah. And that is, you know, human beings are interesting. They're, they're unpredictable. Mm-hmm. You never know what you're going to get. Your kid could be a fucking handful or they could be a fucking angel. Exactly. No yeah. If you just got to got to roll with the punches, you know? Yeah. So you're a massive Terminator fan. Where did your love for that franchise begin? And what makes those movies so special to you? Um. It started, I and mean, this is just an age thing. It started with Terminator 2. Yeah. Because uh, I'd seen bits and pieces of Terminator as a kid. Yeah. But like, you know, I, I, I didn't, I knew what it was. Yeah. But Terminator 2 was, it was like the biggest event mm-hmm. when that came out. It was, it was huge. It was so huge. And so many things started from that i mean that was like guns and roses had the single and they had the music yep. video out prior to the movie coming out so i saw there was all this hype i saw like the you could be mine video which had arnold schwarzenegger in it and mm-hmm. the terminator um and they uh <clears throat> i went and saw it opening day with mm-hmm. my dad and it was like just an absolute game changer as far as like movies went. I was like, yo, this is the greatest action movie I've ever seen in my life. It's one yeah. of the greatest movies I've ever seen in my life. And it's just a lot of it, I would say, is definitely going to be just nostalgia. Like yeah. things are huge. You know, when you're nine years old, like something yeah. that you see when you're nine is huge and it, it sticks with you forever. Absolutely. Um, I, I suppose like part of me kind of like likes the idea of the world ending or like society falling apart or like mm-hmm. things going wrong. Yeah. Which is probably again, like why I was saying like in the last year, I was almost having fun with it. I was like, all right, mm-hmm. everything's falling apart and everything's really fucked and everything. It, like, I'm like, even, you know, you know, like LA, like LA started looking worse. Yeah. Things got way shittier. I wasn't, I wasn't mad about it. You mm-hmm. know, I was, uh, it just is what it is, but mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, you know, Oh, people were like, I'm leaving. I'm moving out of California. I'm so like, annoying. I'm fucking staying right here, dude. Like, Fuck off like with that. okay, everything fell apart. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Fuck it. Like, like, 
you know, I'm ready for that. Um, but yeah, Terminator, the Terminator franchise. Yeah. I love it. I love the idea of it. I think everything about it is great. I like, I like, it's like humans are so egotistical and fucking like, they're so certain that they're in charge of everything. And it's like, what if that, you know, that might not be true. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, like people are the top of the food chain, but it's kind of cool to see something where it's like, actually Mm -hmm. you're not, you're not, no matter what, no matter what, here's this thing that's just going to kill everybody. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, man. Fuck, Terminators look cool. It's so sick, dude. <laughs> they did. Everyone just, there's it, no rhyme or reason to it. Just everyone dies. Yeah. And it's cool. The first one's more of like a horror movie. Second yeah. one incorporated a lot more comedy. I got to see the first one a couple months back at Brain Dead Studios. Mm-hmm. And that was sick because it opens and I can't remember what, what year it is when it says like it's like 2023 20, or something. Yeah. And the whole audience just fucking laughs because it's like, it doesn't look like that at all yet. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> dude, that's how I feel about like, uh, I was watching Demolition Man the other day, and it was oh, like yeah. when they show like uh, the Hollywood sign burning and like, <laughs> fucked. It's supposed to be like I think it's 1996 yeah. or 97 or something like that. I love know? that. They're like, okay, cool. Like I love the like not so distant future of 1998 type yeah. shit. Like I, I love like like I love the the idea of like or even like Strange Days or something like that, where I was like like where it's like that's New Year's Eve 1999 it actually, I feel like that's the closest to like what the world looks like right now, mm-hmm. the way that movie is. Like yeah. that, that's pretty, pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like Terminator. Yeah, I just, any, any of that stuff, you mm-hmm. know, anything that has a future date and it's just like, especially if it's past. Yeah. I love that. It's fun. It fucking makes me laugh. And you, you were at the same screening of Terminator 2 as me at the, the New Beverly Cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh, how great was it to see the film on 35 millimeter with a sold out audience? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. I've seen, I, I try to go see it whenever they do any kind of screening of it like that, yeah. theater, I, I always try to go. I saw it once at um, when Arclight was still around. Um, yeah. I saw it there with uh, me and Ryan from Section 8 and saw it. Nice. And we sat next to Robert Patrick. Cause he just no way. Up with his family. He just randomly came. Yeah, he just randomly came. Oh. And I can't even remember if he like introduced the movie or not, or if somebody like pointed out that he was there, but yeah. it wasn't really like, it wasn't nothing crazy, but he was just there. It's kind of on the down low. Yeah. I just saw him walk in with his entire family and just See, sat in the that. Road that we were in. I'm like, yo, that is so sick. Yeah. Like, watching it with the T-1000 and we took a photo with him after. That's shoot. amazing. Yeah. It was, it was very cool. Dude, that's actually, I, when I went to New Bev a couple months ago, I went to see Pulp Fiction, fucking Tarantino just showed up and just sat with the audience and you could just hear him laughing the whole time. Dude. I love that. I mean, one of the one of the worst things in the world is like ego is rich people not not doing anything cool with their money yeah it's like if you have all this money like take a dude like quentin tarantino who like was like a fucking video store employee Mm -hmm. that that made it happen and made movies and Mm -hmm. got rich and now just does cool shit with his money like buy movie theaters and buy 35 millimeter versions of every movie he loves mm-hmm. and then just shows them to people like I, I don't know i just think that's so cool i think the way that he what he's doing with wealth yeah you know as far as like you know if you're like a fucking nerd and you just get, yeah you just get papered up and you can do whatever you want yeah you know do that like the least interesting people in the world get rich mm-hmm. and they don't do anything cool with they it. do nothing yeah dude and a lot of actors and shit don't even care about movies in general and he's like one that actually fully does 100 percent, dude i mean he's so like, inspiring yeah he, he, he's he's doing his favorite thing mm-hmm. and i think that that's awesome yeah it's very cool 
I do wish that with his his tenth and final film that we would see a horror movie from him, but I know that's not gonna happen. I mean, we got from Dust Till Dawn, but I want to see one with him like directing like a horror movie. Yeah, I feel like I it'd be insane. What, I wonder what it's like. What it? What his? What is the? Is there anything about it? They're saying that they're saying Kill Bill Volume Three is a possibility, which I totally don't think that's necessary. I, I don't want. That. I don't either. I don't. I don't really care about Kill Bill. It's okay. It's it's, it's good. It's great for what it is. I'm I'm like a Pulp Fiction guy. Yeah, me you know too. That's I mean? my fave. Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, like like that's that's those I are my like, two faves. I like that. Yeah. Even Jackie Brown. I love Jackie Brown. Dude, you know what's crazy? So Jackie Brown was the first, the probably the only movie that I can remember in my entire lifetime that I walked out of when it came out. Really? I just thought it was boring. Really? And I love it now. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know what was wrong with it when I yeah. saw it when it first came out yeah it's really weird i mean it's definitely not pulp fiction reservoir dogs where like something's happening every five seconds it's more of a i don't want to say a slow burn but it's different yeah i i it, it's like it's so good though. something about it i did not like when i first saw it yeah yeah i don't know i was wrong but that i mean that's literally what the critics said about it too like they they weren't into it at, at the beginning yeah sometimes there's, there's just certain um there's yeah there's certain movies i've noticed too where it's like the first time i see it i hate it and then i love it the second time and, and yeah no, so, for sure. That was one of those. Where did your like love for horror begin? I know you're like a massive horror fan. Can you remember what the first scary movie you saw was? <sighs> Fuck. Um, I mean, I grew up in the '80s. Yeah, that shit was just that was that was it was like action. Yeah, and horror movies were like the most important thing. Yeah, and they were it was bigger than you know what I mean. It was like everything was like a blockbuster fucking hit versus mm-hmm. like now there's just you know obviously like the whole world is straight to video. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like it, 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 movies just are getting, there's just so much is happening. Yeah. Um, back, back then though, it was like, it was like such a big deal. Yeah. I think like probably the first, fuck, I'm trying to remember what the first horror movie I ever saw was. I mean, that's, that's, that's hard to think about. Cause it's like maybe the gate. Oh, really? Wow. It's a good one. Uh, I mean, it was like, there were all these one it, years are, you know, the 80s. I was very little. Yeah. So it's just hard to remember what was what. But you were like three or four when you saw that? I mean, I I, I, I just remember, like, there's like parts of it I, that really stuck in my head. Yeah. Like, like when it, when it's the eyeball in his hand and he stabs yeah. it, that was like crazy to me because yeah. it scared the shit out of me when I was little. Um, Like, probably like maybe Poltergeist. Um, yeah. What else? Halloween? Uh, um, I actually didn't see that till later. Wow. Um, I'm trying to think what else. So I had another one. Reanimator was like 85. Yeah, I didn't see Reanimator though when I was little. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think like what was like. Killer clowns. Uh oh yeah yeah, yeah. that shit I saw when I was like, fucking we- <laughs> way little. Um, Killer clowns. Uh, I want to say that. Uh, bits and pieces of different nightmare on elm street movies yeah but i didn't see like i didn't really fully see one in its entirety until yeah. he's dead um which was like the weakest one <laughs> yo I don't, <laughs> I don't know if i agree with you there i maybe I, not the we i don't really know. love freddy's dead it's still fun but it gets the most shit mostly because it makes it makes the least sense other than part yeah, two yeah and but <laughs> it holds such a special place in my heart because of the fact that yeah. it was like saw it in the theater on the opening night with For sure. my dad. Um, and it was like, uh, I just, the power glow. There's some really <laughs> good things about it. Yeah, no, so, there okay, definitely here, is. Let's talk about this. I don't hate it. I'm just, yeah. 
how about okay there's some this is a big thing mm-hmm. this is something okay this is this is going to relate back to band shit yeah this, this is one thing i want to do before somehow do before we ever break up more yeah. than anything else i want to write a song for a movie that's about the movie okay they don't really do that anymore i yeah. feel like and i'm gonna use some examples here but like okay freddie's dead yeah fucking goo goo dolls did that opening song for that's like during the opening yeah. credits and there was it's a song written for the movie yeah and it like references things from the movie and it has a music video with freddy krueger in it yeah. and that is so sick to me and then there's some bad ones too like the movie Demolition Man fucking yeah. Sting did a song at the, <laughs> at the uh, uh, like closing the closing credits of the and it's a terrible song, but yeah. it's literally about Demolition Man. Yeah, I want to. There's nothing I want to do in the world more than write a song that's for a movie. Like I watched the movie. So I watched sick. the movie before before it's it's you know before it comes out and yeah. I'm like all right they're like write a song about this movie. Like like Jackin for Dream Warriors. Yes, that was good. Just like that, and yeah. that was a thing that was so common when I was younger. Was like writing a like 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 there'd be a song that's on the soundtrack that's like about the movie. Yeah, and nobody that like why I don't know why it doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just it's so weird. That's such a strange thing to have had just totally disappear. I feel like you'd be good at that. I think it would be fucking cool. I just yeah. think it'd be fun. You know what I mean? It's like fuck, dude. I would like write. You know, like you know, just like real life shit. It's like you know, you draw inspiration from stuff like movies sometimes too mm-hmm. you know and it would be Absolutely. like you know this would be so fucking easy if you're like almost forced to yeah like here here's this movie write a song for it <laughs> dude i would fucking love that I would, that'd be so crazy are you stoked for the new screen movie to come out mm-hmm. yes it should be pretty good looks it looks super promising i like that yeah. it seems a little more serious yeah but that it's also like yo you know it's a weird thing man i don't know why they do this it's just you, you, you'll know exactly what i mean here it's mm-hmm. like okay you know the new screen movie is just called screen yeah why do they do that? Like how fucking okay. make money. It's so stupid though. So like there was the original Halloween from the seventies. And then there's this, then there's the one from 2018, which is also just called Halloween, but it's definitely mm-hmm. a sequel to the first one. Yeah. Fuck do they just call Like, I don't understand this whole thing where they do it, where they just fire off and call it the same thing as the original. Yeah. And it confuses everybody. That's when you realize that hella fools will just talk shit when they haven't seen a movie. Yeah. Like I had people say that where they'll just be like, yeah, I didn't like the remake. I'm like, Oh, you didn't see it. Cause it wasn't a remake. Cause it wasn't. <laughs> it's not a remake. Stupid. Like, but you didn't know that. Yeah. Now you just look like an idiot. No, they just do that for marketing reasons. They think it's going to make money, more money. They just fucking call it that again. You I know. That's mad weird. It's like, weird. Know, they made another Nightmare on Elm Street and they just called it Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. But then it was actually Nightmare on Elm Street seven, seven, eight. Now? Yeah. Oh, shit. Nine. Nine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, was, I was trying to remember how many. New Nightmare would be New like Nightmare, seven. Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, wait. No, then it'd be 10. Wait, hold up. Because if, you, if, if you're including Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. Okay. Wait, 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 seven. Or if you include Jason goes to hell because of the glove at the end. <laughs> no, nah, but Jason goes to hell doesn't, doesn't count. Yeah, that doesn't count. Because of the glove. The glove thing. Yeah, but that was just. The first just, five, Freddy's Dead, New Nightmare, Freddy versus Jason, Remake, 10. Well, Remake doesn't count. Remake oh, doesn't count okay. as part of the series. Nine. So I'm not counting that. Yeah, so it'd be nine. Yep. Because if, as far as the original series goes, yeah, Remake doesn't count. No. But that's like Halloween. I mean, like, you don't count the Rob Zombie. Ones. No. Um, do you like the Rob Zombie ones? Uh, I liked the first one. I do, yeah. I hated the second. Yeah, second one's fucking ridiculous. Remember the horse? Yeah. The ho- like, 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 weird. Like, 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 what for? Yeah. Why was that horse? Th- why is there like he ghost? Ghost on acid, right in that movie. Or, it was <laughs> just like, yo, Rob Zombie is the most hit or miss fool ever. He, is, dude, Three from Hell was the worst movie I've ever seen from him. 
there's definitely not a worse movie than that. Come on. What was the one? Uh, the Lords of Salem. I like that. <sighs> I okay. I, I know re- it's yeah. I need to rewatch it because you just said you like it. Because I feel I only saw it once. Yeah, yeah. I saw it in the theater. I'm the only person that made it through it. Yeah. Everyone yeah. left. Yeah. And I was just in a theater by myself. It's just unique for me. I don't know. There's something about it I like. Maybe it's like Salem vibes or something. But I'm gonna watch it tonight. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it tonight because I'm very curious, like what value that had in any way and yeah seem to like it it's so. not amazing i'm not gonna say that but i, I just trust your judgment though. i think it's better than three from hell though that shit sucked three from hell was just a bummer it was like i mean that's a that that's a you know the Should've fucking house of a thousand corpses series so is, good is, is, is good but i mean i mean i think devil's rejects is the best one of course that's his and, best movie period yeah it really is and there's not a better movie than that that movie's I wasn't even a big fan of th- or a 31. I think they dropped the ball on that one. That was time. the one I was, that was another one I was going to say. I thought it was like, it was nah. all, it was all action and visual stuff. Yeah. that looked cool, but like the story sucked and I fucking hated like the main. Yeah, you didn't care about anybody. No, yeah. dude. I hated like the main bad guy, whatever the doom had. Yeah. I just thing, didn't yeah. like the, lo- like the stuff he would say. I just yeah. thought it was stupid. Yeah. And Rob Zombie is, uh, visually things always look good yeah they all i mean he's got he's got a fucking eye for that shit the dialogue's hilarious yeah i just i just you know sometimes it hits sometimes it don't yeah um you know what's interesting about him though hit or miss i'm always gonna go see it of course yeah like i just i'm always hoping for the best you never know you you really don't you don't and like you know it's even yo i'm even like that with like like musically with him because i mean i loved white zombie when they were a band and like of course even when he puts out like you know whatever rob zombie solo things like even the last one he put out i, I was hyped to listen to yeah it. it's actually pretty good yeah and i still will always be like all right rob zombie put another record out i'm gonna listen yeah. to it you know it'll probably be cool yeah ish it'll probably have something cool about it no for sure but oh except for the early white zombie record i don't know if you ever heard any of those oh they're the crazy <laughs> oh no they're, they're the, it's the worst music i've ever heard <laughs> yeah like straight up, like you know, I've ne- I, it's the worst music I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't know what is happening. It's just people in a room playing instruments. You know what's really funny? Did you ever hear sounds? Did you ever hear Thunderkiss '65 with him with just his vocal track and like he can't hear any instruments? That shit's so funny. No, but I'm sure it's. Oh, I gotta send you that. <laughs> I wa- I do. One time I was on acid at my house watching. Um, we just got in the zone of watching yeah. a bunch of uh, white zombie videos. Yeah. And I mean, they are just like it, it's. It, it's comical. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so, it's so like it. It's so weird that 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 took off the way it did. Yeah. But I mean, for me, it's like a big nostalgia thing because I was really young yeah. When that shit was nineties uh, was killer. Yeah, dude. I mean, that like heavy metal was so so prominent. Yeah. And when I was like 10, 11, 12 years old, and like White Zombie was great. Mm-hmm. They were fucking awesome. But it was like that's all because of Beavis and Butthead, anyway. I know, dude. Like. I can't wait for that some, to come back. Don't, dude. I was telling somebody about that, like someone who's younger than me, about how like Beavis and Butthead was like the tastemaker of like my generation. Oh yeah, where, big like, time. You would watch, you'd watch the show. I mean, I watched it religiously. I watched it every time. Oh, it's it was the best on. fucking show ever. And when they would watch the videos, you would be like, "That's how it would put me onto so much music." So many bands, yeah. And it would be like, "Yo, if they loved it, went out and bought it." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If they hated it, you just made fun of it. Yeah. It was like they really, I mean, they really like put me on to so many things yeah it's just weird that the two cartoons yeah were like what molded like half the music i listened to it's yeah just like okay beavis and butthead said white zombies the band yeah they literally just like put them on it and then you just went check it out after that you know what i mean yeah. and like 
Um, I love when they make fun of bands too. Like I think they made fun of like Venom or something. They were just trolling on. It wasn't them. That was some other band. They would make fun of like, like dude. They, I mean, well, there's a, they make fun of Crowbar for being fat. Yeah, it was um, something like that, but it wasn't yeah. Crowbar. That's funny. They, uh, I didn't even know they did Crowbar. You go on YouTube. Yeah. There's like playlists of every. It, it's like 200 Beavis and Butthead music videos. Yeah. It's just those. There's yeah. no, none of the in between shit. It's just the music videos. And sometimes I'll get bored and just throw that on and watch that shit for like three hours. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Like that was, I don't know. Did I fuck with it? I didn't like the first revival of Beavis and Butthead that was like 10 years ago. That shit was terrible, but they are trying to bring it back for Paramount Plus, and I think it might be good this time. There was there was one that I watched that I thought, one episode that I thought was yeah. okay, but I honestly, I don't remember it. Yeah, um, it's forgetful. Um, yeah, the fucking movie was good. Oh, Beavis and Butthead Do America is my favorite fucking animated movie ever. Dude, it's so, it's so funny. Yeah. It's still so still funny. So yeah, funny. I'll just, if I get bored, I'll put that shit on, you know? <laughs> Same, you know, great movie's great. The soundtrack old lady on the plane. Too. The soundtrack's great. Like everything about it is good. <laughs> I fucking love it. Oh, yeah. Um, so do you collect physical media yourself, like horror or records or anything? Yeah. Um, movies not so much anymore. I was like a big DVD guy, mm -hmm. and I just kind of stopped. Yeah. Like, understandably, I didn't notice that I stopped. I just did. Yeah. But I still have like a closet full of movies. Yeah. Um. Like my entire closet shelves are just DVDs. Yeah. That I don't, I have not watched one in probably two plus years. Yeah. Uh, I don't even have a DVD player plugged in in my house, but yeah. uh, records I buy all the time. Sick. I'm never going to stop buying records. I've been buying records since I was like probably like 10, yeah. 11. And probably like 11, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, that's just, that's fucking. That, that that that's always going to be something i want you know what i mean I, mm -hmm. I love everything about it even if i don't physically listen to it sometimes like dude that's what's fucked up about the future i'll go to the record store i'll buy a record i get in the car and i hop on spotify or youtube <laughs> or something and i find the record and i listen to it in my car yeah and then i go home and i put the record on a shelf sometimes i listen to it sometimes i don't yeah um but i have to go buy it yeah I'm just a weirdo. it's just cool to have it and I, like hold it i love it i like the i like big the big artwork me too i like um there are people will be on that tip where they'll be like, Oh, I love the way records sound. I'm like, ah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not so much. I'm not that guy. I don't, I don't fuck it. I'm not, I, I just think that's just like kind of a pretentious thing to talk about where they'll be like, Oh, records just sound better. I'm like, Sh shut up. No, I'm yeah. I have a, you know, my record player is shitty. I'm so pretty sure CDs are totally sound better, but like vinyl's just cooler. I just like to physically own stuff. I like to buy music from bands. Yeah, like, just support you know, them. Yeah, there's all, all there's a number of reasons why yeah. I always buy records, you know what I mean? And if I can get it directly from a band, I'd rather yeah. do that. Exactly. Yeah. My homie puts a record out, I'm buying his fucking record. No, for sure. I mean? That shit's, you know, it's important. So I always end an episode on a bullshit speed round. I ask a bunch of bullshit questions, you just answer them. <laughs> so, uh, what, oh, you're what, put me on the spot now. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Everyone loves this. Wow. So, what's your uh, favorite thing about LA? There's no shortage of fun shit to do at any given time. Grape jelly or strawberry jelly? Strawberry. Least favorite thing about LA? Traffic. Okay. <laughs> Best Section 8 song? Uh, knife or Nightmare. Yeah, hell yeah. Those are my favorites too. <laughs> um, and I like track and field. That's cool. Favorite Ramones song? Um. Fonzo goes to Pittsburgh or or 
wasn't hard. Best food spot in LA? Um, Green Leaves. Is that the place you were telling me about with the milkshakes? Nah, um, that's probably Fred 62. Okay. Talking about milkshakes. The vegan milkshakes. Yeah, yeah. Fred 62, where it's like $15 vegan milkshake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that place too, but Green Leaves. Hell yeah. Uh, movie you're looking forward to most to see? New Ghostbusters. Oh, really? Hell yeah. Scariest horror movie you've ever seen? Um, Blair Witch Project. And let me, I'll be, I'll be brief. Yeah. But because um, I was homeless at the time when Blair yeah. Witch Project came out. I hadn't seen a movie in a theater in probably a year. Yeah. Um, there was no internet. I mean, there was, but no one you, you did not, uh, probably never used the internet before. Yeah. And my buddy that I was like living on the street with. Yeah told me about it he goes there's this movie coming out and dude these people disappeared and they found all their footage yeah and they put it together into this documentary about these people that disappeared in the woods so i watched blair witch project thinking it was real yeah everyone did until the very end i did not i did i had no idea it was fake yeah and it scared the fuck out of me because i was like this actually happened dude 95 percent of the people that went to see it then thought the same thing yeah i just had no idea i didn't know anything about it Dude, I met Heather Donahue one time, and she has an autograph that's, like, right up there somewhere. Um, I told her how to spell my name, like, three times, and she fucking still misspelled my name, and it still irks me to this day. It's, like, one of the only autographs I have that's K-E-L-L-A-N and not, not E-N. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, that's fucking killer. <laughs> but, yeah, she yeah, right? She uh, she actually hates that movie now. Like, she doesn't even want to hear about it. Like, she doesn't want to talk about it. I, I don't know what happened with that, but. Well. She's over it. I, it, it. It's been a long time. Yeah. But, you know, I still, mean, she still should push it though. I'd make right. money at conventions and stuff. She, you would think great fucking movie. Yeah. Um, kiss or ACDC. Uh, kiss. Okay. Favorite hardcore band. Uh, it's a toss up between, uh, Nazi front, mad ball. Good answers. Cold as life. Dude, so that's a hard one to yeah. down. Or like, I mean, if we're talking about like right now, fucking terror. Terror. <laughs> Favorite show you've ever played? Uh, Five Freeway show is the craziest show. Ever, probably my favorite show I've ever played <laughs> in my life. Best show you've ever seen? Uh, oh, that's a tough one, man. Um, maybe that first Guns N' Roses. Uh, Guns N' Roses, Metallica, and Body Count. Yeah. Ninety-two. Actually, yes, yeah, is, is number one, but close second would be Ramones in 1995 or yeah. Metallica, Suicidal Tendencies, and Fight in oh 1994. That's amazing. Uh, favorite show you've ever played? Uh, didn't you already ask me that? Oh, wait. Yeah, you just asked me that. What the fuck? Oh, I have the thing written twice. What the hell? Um, still the freeway show. My bad on that. <laughs> I, I usually check these off, and I didn't do that. It's all good. Touring or recording? Uh, touring. If you were a porn star, what would be your porn star name and what would be your catchphrase? Oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we just started asking this. We get good answers. Oh, <laughs> oh man. I don't, I don't, I don't, Fuck I don't. off and die. Just fode. Dude, I, 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 uh, <laughs> I'm going to skip that one. I, ain't got, I don't got Hell answer. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what, is, what is the last item you threw at someone? Uh, threw a microphone at someone at the show in chicago the microphones kept breaking yeah and first my first microphone stopped working okay threw it in the crowd went to get the sec went to grab one of the backup microphones it separated from the thing so i just threw the microphone in the crowd that's amazing just kept throwing microphones because they just kept breaking hell yeah did anybody I'm like that uh, I mean, there was a crowd of people so it hit somebody <laughs> best movie theater snack 
Shit. Uh, I mean, it's cliche, but fucking popcorn. Do you sneak in snacks? Of course. Fuck yeah. Where can your fans find you? Um, Instagram at section underscore hate h eight um or section hate gang dot bandcamp dot com uh and i mean we have twitter also yeah section hate um yeah do you want to plug your personal one nah nah okay nah. i mean <laughs> if you find one you'll find the other yeah for sure hell yeah well thanks so much for doing this dude it was a pleasure talking to you honestly Oh, yeah. so glad we got to finally do this yeah i'm glad to fucking I was hyped to do it this is this is awesome yeah for sure and if you're in la definitely go to for your children back uh for down the, in december for the children what did i say for your oh for the children sorry for the children. i only went to it once i'm an idiot um it's the best show of the year yeah i wish i could go this year i'm in fucking buffalo for the etid shows but um, i'm gonna send how everybody long are you in new york for it's like the 10th and 11th but are you staying there any after that probably for a couple days because there's a for, for the children in new york for the first time when's that ever it's the 18th of december and we're we're playing that too really yeah it's us and zabalba and Scowl holy shit and like it's like i think it's about 10 bands yeah and it's same same thing as here it's not as big yeah because you know for the children it's like a two-day long festival here but there's a new the new york version is on december 18th oh that's dope and same you know nate from zabalba put it together same as the one out here dude he works so hard yes he does fucking hardest working man in hardcore yeah dude i went to for the children a couple years ago with story so far and like a loss for words terror that was crazy oh, like yeah, we, yeah, we played that one too, I think. did you yeah. yeah the venue was insane the weird long beach one where i was up all the stairs yeah 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 we played that one too um are they still doing shows there no i think that was just like a one-off like thing they yeah. did one time there like they're always for the children always changes locations okay for whatever reason yeah um and that was just a random spot that they mm -hmm. chose to uh it was rad honestly yeah. i know it was hard for the bands to get upstairs but well we had we had elevator oh so did you yeah so there was an elevator the bands could go in oh, I, actually was, I actually was had had access to the elevator the whole time so i didn't really fuck with the stairs oh sick yeah it was some it was some shit those stairs were crazy yeah no it was fun <laughs> yeah well hell yeah dude is there anything else you want to plug like any other upcoming shows or anything um i mean there's uh we got we got a couple of things coming up. There's like I said, December eighteenth yeah. for the children in Brooklyn, Hell Brooklyn, yeah. New York at uh at uh, Market Hotel. Uh, Is regulate on that? Yes. Oh, sick. I, I, th I think I think so. I think I saw that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I honestly can't remember the lineup offhand. Yeah. But uh, a lot of bands. Yeah. Um, and then we're uh doing a pre-show at Fya in Florida. Yeah. Uh, beginning of January next year. <laughs> Amazing. uh with 100 demons and skinhead and i'm trying to remember who else is playing um oh coa Sick. i think maybe someone else yeah um and then uh end of january we're playing a festival in baltimore nice disturbing the peace with uh like sick of it all us yeah uh, next step up who i fucking absolutely love yeah and i can't wait to see them play in their hometown yeah it's like really i'm mostly excited to see next step up that's sick dude um so yeah uh i think other than that uh i mean there's some other stuff coming mm -hmm. up i just it just ain't announced yet so just holding off for that yeah there's there's, there's things coming just follow the socials keep bumping that new record it's awesome <laughs> hell yeah dude thank you so much i appreciate it thank you hell yeah Don't stash in the grass, the gun of all sides, I'll get you up fast. It's something that's proper, I go every time. Now I'm riding in the foot for the chopper. In the meantime, my time overdrive. It's a crime with my time, and I'm rocking with one.